0: You, my name is Ryan Holsappel and today i have for you a roller coaster of a podcast with my friend and a great philosopher named Tim Freak. Tim and myself go back several years now. We we did a filming with Ken Wilber in which he debated and discussed uh, the universe with Ken for quite some time back i think in 2017 and today We are having our own debate about the origins of the universe and we get gridlocked in certain areas and we have different definitions and different conceptions of, uh, for example, of consciousness or what constitutes sentience in a biological organism, do single cells have experiences or experiences only reserved for the higher level emergent being, so on and so forth. So you decide for yourself how to interpret it all. If you get annoyed with us going in circles, totally understandable. Just know that we did this podcast for ourselves. So uh, we, we, were, we were just sharing it as a gesture that we thought it was an interesting discussion. But we totally understand if if, uh, if you listen to it and you go, would you guys get off of this the same thing? You've said this 300 times. Uh, just turn it off and listen to another podcast if it bothers you that much. We, we really needed to get into the nitty gritty explanations of what we were saying. And for me, it was worth the risk of repeating myself just to, just to really flesh out the ideas. And I enjoyed this conversation tremendously. I really, I, I just left it feeling just a deep love for Tim and an appreciation for the dialogue. You know, it's so important to have a interlocutor interlocutor that is competent and capable of pushing you as a, as a, someone who has a theory or a position or an idea to, to be more clear, to be more concise, to, to have better definitions, to have more robust ideas. And it just simply doesn't happen if we're just thinking in our own echo chambers. So I, I viewed this conversation as, as a great learning opportunity for myself. I I walked away from it, seeing areas where I can continue to strengthen my own position and discover where I, where I discover how to explore the ideas i'm interested in in a more coherent manner that's the way to put it tim has a website timfreak.com he does spirituality workshops where people do amazing exercises together and they awaken a state of love and connection within themselves and with each other he's he's not only a philosopher he's also a spiritual teacher and those things go hand in hand for tim his his philosophy and his spirituality are are married in, in a very important sense and, and he's a thinker that feels it's very important that our ideas are grounded and sensible and are built upon a structure of rationality i don't know if he'd use those exact terms but that that they're robust that they are more than just fanciful ideas that they are based in reason and logic and sound theory. And he he really makes that important and he also elevates the importance of love and spiritual awakening. And so he's a very unique thinker in that he he doesn't throw the baby out with the bathwater on either side of the equation because so often you might have a spiritual teacher who has these great big ideas and these great big spiritual awakenings to offer and yet when you scrutinize the structure of their system of thinking it falls apart and Tim to Tim it is my experience of Tim is that he finds it to be very important that that is not the case for himself and that we leave a legacy behind for the future generations where they are robust thinkers and that they can understand the spiritual and philosophical as a union rather than as a division and that the sense-making process that we go through ultimately feeds that unifying perspective of emergent reality that tim elevates in his philosophy At any rate, uh, you know, if that's not a good enough explanation, find out more about Tim for yourself. He has a YouTube channel. Listen to this podcast and that we wanted to ultimately do, we decided to share it with you all just in case you might find it interesting. So let's go explore what is the universe? What does it all mean? Where do we come from? Where are we going? Why are we here? I mean, we ask every question that philosophers have been asking for thousands of years, so I think this is a fun one. I certainly don't think we figured it all out, but I think we had a re- really great discussion about it. So I've, re- I've hit the record button and the way I'm looking at it is we just go where we want to go. And if we want to use it for something, then it's an option. If not, then it's just for us. How's that feel?
1: Fantastic, okay. Yeah. So what's
0: Perfect. what's what's new with you? What are you up to these days?
1: recovering from covid (laughs) yeah which has been a real pain in the ass really um it was Mm. it was uh I mean I haven't been hospitalized or remotely in you know chest or anything like that so I'm not really one to complain it was pretty light I guess like flu but it's just hanging on and 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 uh because I'm so um, keen to make the most of my time it's you know patience is not my greatest virtue let's put it like that yeah oh man i'm having to learn a a bit of patience
0: so you yeah because you've had it for weeks essentially right yeah i had it for about
1: three or four weeks i was just knocked out and then it went it was like hallelujah and then it just keeps coming back enough to lay me flat and um so each day is a kind of fluctuation i know lots of people here who are getting it that way so it seems to be a, a common way that people are
0: Is it the Uh, fatigue that grabs you the most, or
1: yeah, fatigue? There's some other symptoms as well, but that's the one that stops me being able to um, to do as much work as I like. Um, Yeah. So you know, but I've just had a rest, so I'm hoping I'm going to be, you know, like uh, what I do find is that when I engage with um, uh, someone I I like talking to, yeah, I don't notice at least for a while. So.
0: Well, Well, what I know about you is that you're constantly thinking on your feet, so there's no way. Uh, there's thinking exactly the same way today as last time we talked. So
1: I don't I don't, I don't expect so. So
0: <laughs> no, I mean if there's anything I can count on with you, it's that you're willing to change. And uh, that is actually one of the I, I look at that as a major feature of of an adaptive thinker because so often we get fixated on what do we want to believe. But I've watched you since the day I met you and you're, you don't cast anything in concrete, do you? No, no. I, no. I love that, I mean, what a wonderful uh, way to do philosophy.
1: It is Ryan, but as someone who's young, I have to tell you, it's not a good way to build a career because <laughs> people like consistency because it takes a long time right you know, they so, want predictability but, but, but when you constantly have the, of the thing where people are contacting you going oh i read your book it was fantastic you go oh i'm so pleased <laughs> by the way i've changed my mind <laughs> like, what <laughs> yeah so uh you know that's the price but yeah no it's moving like mad there is a consistency though sure for that's for sure. sure a real consistency it's more about um the, the, what's happening is that the underlying philosophy, which was in Soul Story, when we first met, and I, we did the filming with Ken Wilburn, yeah, um, I, I, I am busy fleshing it out, and I'm working on what will be, I think, an audio project of quite some length, and I've been working on it for a long time, and it's all here, literally, right there, now. And it's Really? To, it just needs, and it's all sorted, but not sorted enough.
0: Is this uh, an
1: audio book? I'm seeing it. Uh, I want to create a kind of a new form. I'm sure people have done things like it, but for me, it's, uh, it's the form that seems appropriate to me, which I'm provisionally calling a pod book, which is a cross between a book and a podcast. So awesome. it's the idea that, you know, when I write a book, everything is highly structured because how you, what idea you'd say when right governs, how well it works and clarity yeah. and the ability for people to get what could be otherwise complex ideas so they actually get them um is key so i'm I, that's what i'm doing at the moment i'm structuring the ideas i'm working out what language is the best language to use to express the ideas and that takes me a long time and then when i finish doing that which i thought i'd finish i'd probably finish a year or more ago but i still haven't um then the aim is is that i'll do it as individual audio episodes oh that's going to be great so, it won't be written it's not like reading a book it'll be like oh i want to put across that idea right bang and have a go and so it's got the spontaneity because i i think that plays to my strengths of being able to do that so it'll have the the structure of a book but the spontaneity of a podcast that's
0: the aim and and coming back to something you mentioned you said i've still got the i've still got some really core themes yeah it's not that i just shift off those core themes it's that i'm i'm is it that you're expanding the nuance you're you're tuning the details a lot yeah, yeah. so yeah.
1: so the, and and also being able to work out what are the un, what is the underlying idea and i think the underlying idea um one of the underlying ideas is uh to understand everything within one narrative and that that one narrative is the is evolution which i would call it the realization of potentiality on ever more emergent levels
0: yes and i think we're going to have some interesting discussions about that because i watched your castra podcast which was wonderful and i've I've watched a big chunk of your non-duality uh recent podcast i forget the woman's name she she was uh talking about her experience with spirituality and coming out of this sort of really intense extreme view of, of non-duality and coming back to accepting being human and things like that so so i'm really i'm really excited to to chat with you about these topics
1: yeah i mean well, well how did it strike you i mean because the, the, there's there's an example where it's like so the fundamental idea in soul story right. was there's one evolutionary current right and it's goes but it carries on past biology yes so it's not just pre-physical information physics biology the psyche but that's really an appendage to biology not that but actually the psyche arising as a whole new level of information it being as much of an ecology of the psyche as biology is an ecology yeah um, in biology and that that is what spirituality is exploring
0: And remind me, does do you look at that as an energy field, the psyche? Okay. Um, So, like, before I weigh in on it, do do you see it as? How do you see it? What is the medium? So, if it's not the if it's not the body, and it's not an energy field, then then what holds the psyche? What what gives it substance?
1: I think everything is being everything is the evolution of information where information is what informs the underlying field of being right so for, so for me look the, the, what's the what's the basic quality if everything's evolving what's the basic quality that's evolving well the common quality that everything has is very obvious but it's being mm-hmm. and so being is in the process of becoming it's a very old idea yeah. and that becoming it seems to me is the evolution of information into what I call pastivity systems, which is right. patterns that repeat.
0: I love your idea of pastivity. It's one. It's one that's really stuck with me. So because the past is time out? accumulates. I mean that just that just resonates. That 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 fits. And it and it's it not only does it fit intuitively. I mean it it makes sense logically if you look at the way nature works, for example, and but so in what, every
1: way so the whole before, universe there's there, there's a p- paper actually come out since we've talked which has got a great title Ron, uh, it was 12 physicists i think one f- from america and canada i know lee Smolin was one i can't remember the names of the others um called the autodidactic universe uh-huh the self-learning universe yeah and that captures the idea so it, this is being discussed in physics now as well so it's not just old ball philosophers like me that the, <laughs> the, the, the and it's because of AI, I think. It's because we've discovered, oh, you can set up a computer so it can learn. Right. You, can't, you don't have to just teach it. Right. It can learn. So in which case, maybe the universe is a, is a comparable system, which can just learn how to be a universe. It doesn't have to be told how to be a universe. It can learn how.
0: It, creatively, it can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you there. So I want to try go ahead well, please finish so we'll what finish. i'm
1: trying to do one of the things i'm trying to do on a very basic level in regard to science is go look can we articulate that idea that there is an evolutionary process based on well i've got it down to three principles at the moment and okay. which is that everything repeats the patterns that have conditioned being before okay um, habits or, of nature as Sheldrake, to,
0: put
1: it yeah yeah so you've yeah, got yeah. So you've got if you've got if you imagine a field of being, and 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 like you would like a quantum field, and information informing of that in various ways that there that the potentiality which is the the field could be anything, but once you've set up the pattern, it will it will tend to be that, and once the pattern is very well established, it will tend to act in those ways, which is what happens on the physical level. Hence the level of repetition.
0: But it can also change at any moment.
1: But all of those patterns. First of all, all of its probability. Right. Because everything it, it, it's all conditioning yeah. something that could be anything. Right. So nothing's ever a closed shop, which is why you get on the in physics on the you know the quantum level it, the probabilities. But also they're all interacting with each other. So no moment is ever and can ever be the same, not least because it contains more information than the moment before. So you've got two principles there. You've got passivity repetition and creativity novelty
2: yeah
1: and that's and then i think the third one you've got is is sustainability it's like when something novel arises it needs to be able to sustain itself within the informational ecology Mm. and with those then suddenly you've got a very simple philosophical principle that you can apply to the the evolution not just of the biological universe because that's the underlying pattern of course in in darwin and all the other theories of biological evolution repetition and the throwing up of novelty and what fits in continues but also the physical universe and i think the psychological universe with, with ideas and, and all the rest.
0: and that brings me to my question about information and psyches yes. which yes. is that so so you help said, me, under, help me. well yeah that's where i'm that's where i'm stuck because in, and maybe there's a blind spot in what i can understand about it but what i understand about information is for example cells hold information for the body right so there there's a vehicle through which the information no is... i don't think so okay so how would information <laughs> so there's a free floating I, I think uh...
1: that's why i say look the infant the, the past the the, the the what i'm working with is look there's the universe here okay but there's also what uh, david um boehm the the, the physicist talk about the the implicate and the explicate and uh-huh, i think yeah that. so so I, it, what i'm saying is not that dissimilar i don't think is that there's an an implicate order and that's the past
2: uh-huh.
1: and so that there so that there's a what i call an infoverse which right. is all of the information of the past It's a bit like you know looking at a, a screen on a computer and you what you see is a tiny fraction of what the hell's going on to make it happen
2: yes
0: yeah
1: and the same with this yeah, well, what, is what is it
0: what is what what like what is so the like infra- it's like so I, like I want to just make I want to make my point more clear like I, yeah. if I look at the genome for example I can say well the, the, there is the information there, like I, I can I can posit the information's there
1: but you can say that with anything
0: right but I'm saying that when you when you strip it of a substrate then what is it is it if it's not energy because then that I could buy that I could buy okay it's some sort of energy but if it's not energy What is information?
1: Okay, so the thing about energy is it's a relationship. Yes, everything is a relationship. One of the other underlying ideas for me is that this is this is the universe is a one.
2: Right.
1: So this is the one in relationship to itself, in all of these different passivity systems. We are two systems in relation, and energy is is a relationship. We it tends to be talked about as if it's some sort of thing, that it. But it's not.
2: It's a process.
1: It's a, it's everything's process. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything is the flow of time and everything's relationship and energy's relationship. It's not, it's not like a big buzzy thing. No, I'm with, I'm with
0: you there. I agree with the relationship. and, and,
1: And, and I think that's important to get. That's why to me it's like, it's definitely not energy because energy is something which has, it's a relationship that has the power to change other relationships.
0: Well, isn't that what you're saying with information?
1: Well, partly. So I would say that energy is a type of information.
0: Okay, rather than information as a type of energy. And the one that really that, got yeah. me
1: with it right. And yeah. I mean, this is really obvious. I, mean, I Like with everything, nearly all of it's like when I've looked at myself was working on this a few years back and just went, yeah, when I, when I think about energy and when I hear people talk about it, I'm coming back to the information, just we're gonna deal with energy first.
2: Yeah.
1: I tend to imagine, like, you know, when you hear like energy can't be created or destroyed. Sure. It's like, oh, so the universe, there's this energy. And there's a certain amount of it. Yeah. And then it's become everything. Yeah. And realizing that was completely wrong. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the energy was relational so that what's happening at the beginning of the universe is you're getting a creation of negative and positive energy. Um, the energy which is pulling things apart and the energy which is pulling things back together. Right. And as there's a great line in, um, I think it's um, Hawking. Yeah. Where he goes, look, in that way, ultimately, the amount of energy in the universe is exactly zero, and so the, it's like it's like going, and that's why you can't create or destroy it. Sure, it's a relationship. So it's a bit like if you move something to the left, you'll be the right will be further away, and it's not because there's left can't be destroyed. Or you know, it's like there's 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 just here's here's the one that I got it with, which was yeah. which would kind of interests me. Which was um, thinking about, so, so I'm going to lift up my phone. Mm. And then I, so I've used, I've used kinetic energy, which mm. I've got from food and all the rest of it. And I've used that energy to lift the phone. Right. But the phone is now higher from the earth, which is why it's been an effort for me to do it. Right. So it now contains more potential energy than it had before. Right. But there's nothing, I haven't put anything in it. No, it's, it's no, it hasn't. It's not little bits of energy have gone in. <laughs> its relationship is what's changed.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess the way I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say relationship discounts the idea of energy. It's just, it's just no, no, more no. dynamic. Um, energy
1: obviously, energy obviously exists. Okay, got it. Got and and it. energy is running everything. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, it is relational. That's I'm with. I, I could so agree it, with that. It, so yeah. it itself needs to be in a context.
2: Yes. That, so, what's the
1: context no in which all of these relationships exist? So, I'm suggesting that context is information. what I call the field of being, which something okay. which is. And I take the field analogy from physics because it feels very paralogical to me. It's like, okay, so information is something which which exists in a field. Yeah. The field is something which contains information. Yeah. So let's imagine an ultimate field, it which contains all of the information of the universe. Yeah. And that's that's the infoverse, which is working itself out as, a, as in this moment where all of those systems are changing in relationship right. with each other. And that's where you've got all, all of those relationships. So that ultimately all information. Yeah. So I, so so maybe this can maybe so I've started this is really new stuff. So, you know, I, I haven't really expressed this to anyone. Right. <laughs> so it might be complete gobbledygook.
0: I, I i'm i'm still i'm just learning so let's keep going i so, don't worry so, about
1: it so if that's right if there's an infoverse
2: okay which
1: is running the universe as it were yeah. all of the accumulated patterns of the past which are in, interacting now that 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 infoverse isn't encoded in anything in the inf- universe so it's the other way around it's the universe is, is, is actually where all of that in information in the infoverse is interacting, which casts all of those things where you're going, is is, is information encoded in the cells or is it the other way around? Is it, inf- is it information in the infoverse, which is organizing the cells? And the cells, which are themselves information, being org- organizing lower levels, which they're manipulating. And you've, so that you've got you've got a, and 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 even with the genome is it that the genome has got the information in it or is it that it's a system that relates to the infoverse in such a way that certain bits of information get par- passed on in certain contexts
0: okay well, there's a lot there first i would say it's all relative right so what's information depends on who's the information relevant to right right so it's information on the level of how the cell works in the body right but if you're looking at it from this mega meta monistic point of view so what i'm here tell me if i'm getting this right the appearances of life are encoded processes of this infraverse that we can't perceive That
1: we can't we we can perceive it, we are perceiving it. It's just we perceive it as this. Okay. And then we can use the psyche, which is what science is doing constantly, to project into it to work out how it's doing this.
2: Right.
1: What are the rules, what are the algorithms, what are the whatever analogy you use, habits, which are which are playing themselves out. Now, if you if you indulge in presentism, the idea that all that exists is the present moment then somehow all that information is in something now. Uh-huh. But if you don't have that, if you have this idea of an expanding universe so that time is expanding like space is expanding, yeah, and there's more and more of the past, and it, contain- and it hasn't gone anywhere, yeah. it contains all the patterns which are governing the present,
0: Yeah,
1: that's where the information is. And, the pr- and it's not all encoded in the present. Well, so yeah, I guess it depends on how you
0: define present.
1: Well the present if you define be, it in, yeah. in terms
0: of relative time, but if, if you look at you could say the present is that whole thing, technically, if you right? Said that, then yeah, yes, you could worries, say, it. But, yeah.
1: But I think the the common idea that I see in spirituality and science is that there's a now. I mean, obviously in science it's a relative now, but nevertheless yeah. it is a now. Yeah. Um and that's what exists. I mean, yeah. you don't get that. Also, you know, the other extreme is you get the block universe and it all exists. Mm. It's all fixed, which is a horrible idea. So, this, what I'm exploring is much more like there was a guy called Broad in the, the 20s in the UK, I believe, who's an emergentist philosopher. And he had, and he talked about what he called not the block universe, but the expanding block universe. So, it's like for, for Einstein, it was all fixed, which is a ghastly deterministic view, I think. Right. Um, but for this, it's like, well, the past is fixed. And it's expanding into possibility. Yes. Yeah. But the present isn't fixed. Right. Or the, but I'm not not the future.
0: Right. No, that, that, that makes sense. So help me a little more. I'm still trying to understand what this Infoverse, because I, I, when you, right after you said, this is a really big idea, you then talked about what if everything is it's not that the cells have the information or the, the, the physical has the information, it's that it's an encoded process that is a part of this Infoverse. And then I tried to picture it, but it gave me sort of a Kantian impression where I was okay. like, well, what, what is it that, try, you know- try,
1: try this, this is my current, this is the best I can do at the moment. Okay. Which is to go, okay, so, so how would that be structured if that's, if that's the case? if that's the implicate or system that's running the universe, mm-hmm. then, I'm, and I started thinking about, you know, in biology, the phylogenetic tree, where you see yeah. this tree, which is, you know, traces back all the ancestors to, to Luca, the common first yeah. cell. You it, know? right. <clears throat> so I thought, well, if the whole universe is evolving, then maybe we can think about the same thing as an infogenetic tree. Okay. Where you can trace back the evolution of everything to the the big bang then so if you imagine so maybe that maybe the system that is running the infoverse is like a infogenetic tree in which new levels of pastivity and new individual systems of pastivity are arising so that every system has its past and is worked into the past of systems like it and when you get a jump where systems combine, you get a higher level ordered passivity. So molecules forming atoms. Sure. the whole, whole on idea. And, and and now you've got a higher level of passivity, which is governing uh, the lower levels, which are governing themselves, governing lower levels. Right. And so if you imagine it like that, by the time you get to the body, you then what I'm saying is, look, the body is not what it's made of sure the body is the pastivity system that organizes the cells okay that's what it is and and which is why cells come and go all so the it's, time. it's an
0: information system yeah that organizes the physical world
1: organizes it's an inf. It, it's an inf, it's an information uh super system which organizes subsystems in this case it's so, it's the complete opposite of the reductionist idea that it's all really on the bottom and the rest. Oh, sure, acting. sure. It is going, no, no, no. These systems, it's working in every direction. It's the, it, so they are they are organizing the lesser levels. And and so the body is an information system on a biological level, right. organizing lower levels of biology, which are organizing physical systems, and down they go. And the
0: psyche is the level okay, above the body. then you get the
1: psyche. So then okay. it's like, what the hell's that? And then you're into. I think because the psyche is such a, you know, it, well, you know, we could have the same conversation about how the hell did systems move from physical into biological? Because that's a massive jump, isn't it? As well.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we don't the even next big know. Next jump, is, right. it's
1: Is the psyche. So I think what's possibly psyche- unless
0: you posit the psyche as a inherent to life, which is a which is one idea that could be considered. You could think as soon as life begins there's cognition there's activity there's sensation there's some form of subjectivity occurring
1: yeah i mean you can but you know and i actually tend to
0: believe that rather than saying you know that somehow along the way there was enough connection within the system for some sort of experiential component to emerge because then you just have a problem of where do you draw that line right I would take it down
1: further, Ryan. I would go, look, the whole way through what you've got is systems in relationship with each other. Mm -hmm. And all those systems are reading and responding in ways which are appropriate to the system. So if you're going down, you know, and the the first level that's going to happen on, we could call maybe um, electrochemical. Sure. And that's reading and and every system is its own. Yeah, but let me
0: stop you there because the important distinction is scientists will draw a line and say, it could be doing it as an automata, right? It could be doing it mechanically. It is
1: doing it as an automata. It's um, not conscious of it.
0: Well, we don't know that. Don't we? No, we don't know that. For all we know, we? there could be a phenomenology to single cell organisms, for example. Well, there could be. No, there's more than could There's more and more does research. It, it seems
1: very plausible. It seems very plausible that they are responding. And it feels. Yeah, if, if but you, look what
0: you it, have to answer is how. You can create a deterministic algorithm creatively. But I don't see any evidence that you can determine creativity. I don't course, see any evidence you can they're start. They're opposites. Right. So the idea that you have a, a system beforehand that's quote unquote unconscious or non sentient that then evolves into this creative thing that is sentient and conscious it it you, you've got a huge problem of how that. Occurs. I don't think
1: it's a problem at all. I think we can actually understand that. I think it fits with what we see. I think what's happened is that in the process of emergence, mm-hmm. those relationships are what everything is relational, remember. So those relationship is is what is evolved. so i I would be much more tempted to say, Look, rather than making wild speculative things about atoms having consciousness or anything is to go, look, what we mean by that word is something which, even yourself, you know, you're conscious now, but you won't be later when you sleep, or you know, when if
0: I'm well, not I, I, don't, that I don't agree. It depends on how you define consciousness. Well, if I, I have a dream, it. I'll be having an experience if yes, I'm dreaming. Well, if
1: you have a dream, but if you right. don't have a dream, you won't be. And there's an awful lot of information which you're taking in right now, which you're taking in unconsciously. Most of it, no,
0: not explicitly, not unconsciously. That means I'm not focused well, on it. I mean, the conscious, well, it depends on that, how you define is, consciously, but,
1: but, but, but that so is for, unconscious isn't it if you're not focused on it if well look at all the
0: activities my cells are doing right now for example yeah, exactly how do i know that it, uh, non-cognitive explicit narrative identity is not involved that does not necessitate non-conscious non-conscious is a okay, made-up but term you,
1: but all you've done ryan and I, I mean it's not you it's like loads of people do this but all i did it <laughs> all you've done is just just redefine conscious yeah And if you've done that well then but that's fine but then you've lost that word
0: so it depends so now, on which i mean if you want to take where descartes started with it which is thinking thing thinking consciousness means uh thinking about thinking that's fine but but that's one idea there's i'm not i'm
1: not i'm not saying that i'm just saying look the common look we can use whichever word you like because the key thing is the ideas behind yes but the fact is there is something which is let i don't know something whereby you are aware of let's use a different word you're aware of this but you're taking in a lot of information you're not aware of and you're saying your cells you know your cells are obviously taking it in well they're taking it in but in the way that we that we are not uh, aware of it or whatever word you want we have to have a word for that if you lose the word for that you've lost a huge concept and you've just mushed it in
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so what but if you if whatever that word is that is not there for us all the time it doesn't seem to be in in inanimate matter it doesn't seem to be in plant life although it is reading the universe
0: no but even plants show incredible even plants show incredible responses to their environment they They can learn for example i mean
1: i know i know so
0: so just
1: so i'm saying the whole universe is learning right
0: no i'm with you but i'm saying i don't believe that learning occurs in the dark blindly. Of course I it think, does. We, we know I don't believe does. that. Well you no, can automate, no, automate. But that's we different. Have- that's that's setting up you pre-state the system beforehand. You know the you know the boundary conditions, you know, you know how you want to set up the uh logical deductions. Okay, so you you can set that and set it loose. Okay, and then it it's will
1: much more than that now.
0: Okay, tell me more.
1: I mean AI AI learning systems are are, are extraordinary.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is that they
1: can learn and they can learn how to learn. Yeah, but so you've programmed
0: can... all that in. No, you haven't. That's the point. In order for it to but it, you really haven't. Okay, to explain it, it then so that learning, I
1: can it's learning how to learn. That's the point. So the idea But it's you, learning it, how
0: to learn from a system that you set up of from the beginning that it can do associations. And those associations can be built, but they're not unlimited, like conscious associations am I am i wrong about that for I
1: example oh, well okay. well look I, I think you're wrong about the second bit okay tell that. me
0: look, because, t- tell me i'm not because, an ai expert so t- i want to learn
1: so, so look look the, the key thing is it's look, it's like you can you look, i am absolutely with you plants right. are responding everything is responding right the physics the physical matter is responding right you know you put two chemicals together they explode well that's a pretty big exp
2: yeah response. yeah yeah
1: So the whole universe is different passivity systems in relationship with themselves. Yeah. It's the relationship which is evolving and it's the relationship that will become sentient. And it's the relationship that will become consciously sentient. And it's the relationship that will lead to psyche, not because somehow all those later things were already there. Like life maybe was already there. I don't know. Or psyche or. it's actually the opposite. It's like they have, as they seem to, from what we know, they, they, that the relationships, which is starting with the simplest things you can imagine,
0: yeah,
2: sure,
1: it's turning into ever more complex ways of reading the universe. I, I
0: think that's very easy to accept. Relationships are getting more complex. What, what I don't understand is how you're so confident that consciousness comes later when that's not settled. That hasn't been settled. I I, I I think that's not. I mean, that's that's. So, I
1: think it's that. That's, I think that's it's that. So, look,
0: that is the most presumptuous statement. Tim. It's not settled. It's all. It's all speculative at this point.
1: Look, what I mean by consciousness definitely comes later. Now, it may be that I'm using it in the traditional, old-fashioned. Yes, way. I think you are. And so
0: let's start. Okay, let's With, here. Let, here's the way to, we could get further in this etymology. Conversation.
1: Go for the etymology. Yeah. With knowledge, it means you know that you're experiencing this.
0: Yeah, and that's not what I'm talking about.
1: No, that's something yeah, else. So,
0: so that's so we could waste so, another hour arguing about the word, or yeah, we could throw so the what word you out and want to use words. That, what, what, um, what's the word
1: that's ex- there already?
0: Experience was what I'll use experience. I'll, okay. I I'll use, I'll used
1: to use that in Soul Story. I use experience, and I put a little asterisk by it to go, but I don't mean it conscious experience like we experience it. Just yeah, Some sort the, of the thing
0: is that. So what what you're referring to, which is sometimes also referred to in the literature as metacognition is a process that has certainly evolved. You know, there's no, there's no, I don't think there's any reasonable doubt about that, that knowing that you know something and being able to focus in the way that human beings can is, 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 is not something that is just equally distributed throughout the universe with you. What I'm saying is that let's talk about phenomenology. Let's just talk about the, the qualitative aspect of experiencing something that does not necessitate the human faculties that we have that are more advanced i mean you can have experiences for example i would imagine there's something it's like to be a mouse right like nagel's what is it like to be a bat um and more than having experiences you can have directed activity right you have what's directed activity right so you for example in a dream uh, you might not know that you know that you're dreaming, or be aware that you're dreaming, it's but your but but you're act, you're active. You know your 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 goal-directed behavior is occurring. Uh, you're you're responding to your environment with a sense of subjectivity. So what I'm trying to say is that I think my my view, and I don't have a I don't have a corner on truth. It's my view, is that life at a very basic level contains that property, right? So that it's proactive, that it has directed activity. And I think it explains evolution- I would agree with that. I think it explains evolution far better than this idea of blind selection. I think blind selection doesn't oh, address-
1: So I said that again, I missed you. Sorry. I think
0: it explains evolution more, more robustly than just using the idea of blind selection, because and this is why. I think the mutations that occur are more than just accidental. I think they're creative. The fact that they don't work most of the time in terms of functionality doesn't mean they're not creative. For example, a few years ago there was a uh, there was a species of cricket in Peruvia and there was a parasite that was targeting them based on the sounds they were making. So they would hear the sounds and the parasite would get into the cricket. So then one day one cricket was born who had a mutation, it didn't make any noises. And then 5 years later 90% of that population didn't make noises. Well, what, what, what did that show me? Well, it was a very functional process. I don't think you get that through randomness. I don't like this idea that, that uh, hard-nosed materialists use that the universe has ran- throws up random stuff, and if it sticks, we just got lucky. So for also you could look at Darwin's uh, finches on the Galapagos Islands. I think that's a functional, intentional creative process of becoming that is done through more than just, well, there was a random mutation thrown up and then nat- the natural selection just passed it on. And now that's what you get. Um, I think there's so many examples. If you look at the phylogenetic tree, of I, major... I think you're
1: most likely right.
0: Right. So what I'm saying to you is that that's, to me, I have to look at that and think the universe is, is moving towards a functional Creation where things don't just decay into entropy, but on the contrary, it's moving towards better and better order and better and yeah. better complexity. Yeah. And I known. don't think it's doing it blindly, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's well, doing it like what with you this mean by blindly. Well, blindly in the sense that uh it's it's just uh, material interacting and fortuitously. I, mean, I, think, I
1: think you'd be much more likely to say, look, look the, the relationship which is the information which is allowing that to happen. <clears throat> It, it you look that infinite you could call it wisdom you could say the the wisdom of the universe is accumulated. yeah
0: but you can't call it wisdom without giving it some subjective property
1: well every if everything is relational yeah there is everything is a subject and everything it relates to is an object
0: yeah but that i doesn't, i liked, i heard that part of your conversation but Castro, but it doesn't mean that it's
1: conscious or it's got psyche or it's got life it means all the way down there is the constant interaction of the one with itself. And that yeah, but you're system, not addressing
0: the origins or the, the teleology of it. Pardon? You're not addressing the teleology or the origins of that process. You're just saying it's information relationship, but, but you're- Where you're, does it come from, you mean? Yeah, you're not addressing or that. where is
1: it going? When you say teleology, you mean where it's trying to get
0: to? I'm talking about origins and where it's going. For okay, example- so I don't um, think
1: it knows where it's going. That's why it's creative.
0: I don't think it knows where it's going, but I think it's, it's driving. I think it's pushing towards more functional creative complexity.
1: If, if again, it's like how can how far can we pare this down before we don't need those things like an eros or a, a some evolutionary drive? And I think we can, I don't think you can. Uh, well, let me try. Okay. If if the universe is the real, you know, if 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 every moment is the realization of potentiality. Sure. In a new way. If that's what the universe is, it is yeah. being, which is potentiality to be anything in a yeah. particular process of becoming, yeah. which is the accumulation of information in ever more emergent ways. So yeah. it's both creative and, and, and repetitive. I'm that's with repetitive, you. Creatively. If that's what it is, then it will work out its direction. It does, And if you put it at the beginning, anything you put at the beginning, you've assumed, you haven't explained, and it's kind of arbitrary. That, that
0: applies to you too.
1: But I'm not putting anything at the beginning. You can't put yeah.
0: nothing at the beginning because you can't well, get I'm nothing the, at something out of nothing.
1: I'm putting the very minimum that I can.
0: I know, but the you're the still got to put something there. You can't of put course, nothing
1: there. Of course. But you've got to explain it. it.
0: You've got to have some ontological assumptions But there's there. a
1: difference, isn't there, Ryan, between what you put there. If, you can, if you've got a drive, where yeah. it's like, well, whose drive or what's drive or where's that come from?
2: Yeah.
1: Whereas if you've got, look, <clears throat> it's kind of more like the Tao. or or kabbalah or gnosticism Uh it's like the one becomes two there's no drive involved a drive would be already there if there was a drive
0: you're an accidental universe and i i just can't it's
1: nothing accidental
0: it it just because it just happened it's just one becomes two look look
1: look. for any system of thought Uh the one actually the one can't become two and the reason the one can't become two is because for it for the for there to be a one that becomes two there must already be two
0: okay because
1: there has to be a motive or something else that makes it two okay so so you can never make the one two so instead think about it as i would call it a unijual universe
0: yeah. where
1: being and becoming are the same thing so actually it's not like the one becomes two it's like there is a process which is the one as two it's, that's what we the thought.
0: universe in relationship to itself
1: yeah i'm with you that. there so i'm with you there as your basis now there's no drive there's no all of that's i'm not with come. you there <laughs> wait there will be there will be but there can't be there can't be i don't be think there. you can
0: get intention from non-intention what, i just what, don't believe that got, and that's why i don't think two, well where do think you get the,
1: where's the drive come from the when well, the one, i, I want to go back to i, so. I want
0: to go back to something you've said before and and so you've 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 offered the possibility that this universe came from another universe and then that universe came from another universe. Is, am I correct? In,
1: possibly. yeah. Possibly.
0: So, but pr- presumably following your logic and your theory of uh, evolution, presumably that universe evolved into a, a, some sort of state of intentional conscious experience.
1: Oh, it, it, oh yeah. Presumably. Case, it be right. So, no. so
0: let's say, let's that say that be. universe is similar to, to what happening in our universe following your theory which is that it's evolving into uh, right maybe the latest and greatest thing is love okay i think Presum- all of that's possible so presumably it's very possible that that universe intentionally created this universe i mean
1: it, it so, be, yes. so
0: so i'm so what i'm saying to you is that all you've done is put the explanation further back it, no, it, that's
1: it, what you've done i haven't done that
0: but you that's what you've offered as an explanation am actually
1: trying i'm actually trying to discuss it metaphysically so if you if you put in more universes then you have to keep going back and back and back until you find i thought that. i
0: heard you do that
1: no 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 okay so, so, so you're,
0: you're not saying that that explains our universe i'm
1: i'm, I'm saying sorry that,
0: i thought i heard you in the in a podcast say that you think this universe came from another universe oh
1: yeah no it could have done it is so, so you, so, you,
0: you're ambivalent about it at this point
1: no well, I don't know, but I think I think probably if you had to push me, I'd say the evidence seems to suggest it did.
0: Well, right, and that's why um, I am pushing but, you because but, I'm saying it doesn't. But, that that, doesn't but explain anything. it's
1: like so. Then you could say, yeah. So if it's doing that, then the, by the theory of pastivity, this universe would be working out the pastivity of a previous universe yeah. in a more, in a new way.
0: Right, but it, it, and, do you agree with me that it's plausible that that universe could have intentionally created this universe?
1: It, it could have done and okay. and and but 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 if you're trying to get to the underlying metaphysics yeah then you have to ignore that and go Wh- okay why? which
2: because whichever,
1: which, because if you're going, if, if you're going back and back and back, eventually you're going to come to less and less complex things that haven't repeated before until it, you get yes. information in its more basic form. So well, you're still going to have the same problem. You've okay, just we'll, still have the same,
0: ex, well, that's exactly what I'm saying. We're still going to have so the so same problem. So let's
1: forget the possibilities of the universe. Okay, so let's push it back go, to
0: the very beginning. Then, let's of imagine everything.
1: that this is the first one, <laughs> even though we okay. don't know.
0: Well, imagine this is the first because one. Because
1: metaphysically, then, that's the problem we're trying to discuss.
0: So, but here's my point to you: It's like if I if I posit intentional intentional life force at the beginning. Let's call it life force, some sort of uh, subjective, qualitative being of some sort, not like a deity, but just some sort of beingness. That it, a,
1: and, and this comes from? Where well, this has what? I'm it?
0: just I'm just just let me finish my thought and then and then okay, you can, yeah no sorry. it's okay. Sorry. Um, let's just. <clears throat> let's just say I explain it in those terms. I I don't offer any other ontological priors. I just said there's some sort of intentional life force that is creative and then it expands and it becomes in relationship with itself and it goes more and more creative and that's just what it wants and what's what that is. So I could posit that at the beginning or I could do what you're doing and say, well, no, it's just being, Uh, there's no intention. It it is just being. Um, but, But what I'm trying to say to you is that whichever one we use we still have the problem of that we have to make an assumption right so yeah, it's, it, there's a
1: huge uh, difference ryan so there's a huge basically what you're doing is you're putting god at the beginning it may be a pared down uh, version of god but it's god and that's uh, the whole ill what's there is brahman or whatever so no what, i'm not i'm that.
0: really not i don't i wouldn't use those words okay because it but makes that's it a, sound too anthropocentric okay. does
1: to be anthropomorphic god but there's right. a something which has intentionality. It wants to go somewhere.
0: Sure. It's creative. Yeah. Like it's, good. Yep.
1: it's conscious. It's doing stuff.
0: Yeah, and that consciousness. Now sense that's, sense now now that's a hell of a lot.
1: Whereas, if you could explain the same, uh, the things I think we both want to explain, which is yeah. that the universe has arisen with intentionality and purpose that now has it you're saying and creativity and consciousness and psyche and for me god that it has arisen as it's it's
0: it's arisen it's evolving into that from your perspective
1: all of those things is what it's become and it's becoming and then you're able to do something which seems so eloquent um eloquent um seems so um elegant to Mm -hmm. me Mm-hmm. which is you don't have to put it mysteriously at the beginning you can still have the same purpose you can let the universe start the creativity of the universe right. can and start as Shh. what what well, what gets called random which is creativity it's just like boof, boof, boof. but it's, it's not random. Comes, but then but then is conditioned by passivity yeah. increasingly so that what's happening right now our creativity that we're sharing which is fantastic by the way is it's right. it's is a high level of creativity conditioned by the language we know the books we've read the thoughts we've had
0: do you think it started random
1: i think i don't i don't see if if, because i'm not a reductionist right i'm an emergentist when i say look the very ground of of the universe i would seem to be the spawn let's call it spontaneous okay spontaneous coming into being of potentiality into the spontaneous becoming,
0: and, and why is why would it be and problematic? Like, to, like um, to like, sorry, like, go
1: ahead. Sorry, but like no, no, um, no, you go ahead. The, um, uh, what's his name? Purse. Okay. Charles Sanders Peirce said, you know, he he used the word. Um, this is very much his his thing actually. So it's hundred years old, but he used the word um, tychism. Tyche is Greek for chance. It's like there's a spontaneous creativity, but that creativity will beco- itself is what's becoming ordered.
0: Yes, but what I want to share so, with you. Sorry, go so, ahead. I want to let you finish.
1: Go ahead. No, no, that's That's it, really. So, okay. so that by the time it reaches us, it, that creativity is now highly ordered and conscious.
0: Conscious. Again, we gotta we gotta flag the word conscious because we're using it in different ways. So <clears> I, don't, I, I don't I don't I don't want to get bogged down. And
1: we that. know that we're doing it. Right, the atoms don't know they're doing it, but we know we're that's doing fine. it. That's
0: fine. Yeah, that's fine. That, so uh, let me define. Co- w- please when yeah.
1: you ca- say what you're going to say, and then let me define what I think consciousness is. Okay, It's really simple. Okay, and I'm going to say I'm going to say something, and then, then maybe we go. can we can we can find a word that. Suits these, of
0: us. these words you're using: spontaneous, creative. They're not. You're right. They're not random words. They're not materialistic words. They're. They're not. You're not explaining it in a reductionistic way. Creative. I mean, just to look at the feel. Feel that word for me at least. And and I feel that to me that word is very. There's something. There's something very. Uh, if we're not going to use the word conscious, there's something very. Uh, experiential and subjective and and energetic and imaginative. Yeah, well, i can even say up. imaginative there's something imaginative I mean and so to, to posit a creative like a cre it's like well who's doing the creating it's like there has to be some sort of force they just like creativity doesn't just happen on its own you got there's something there's something driving that creativity and so so i read a
1: very good article by daniel dennett who's not someone i sympathize with in many ways but he's a smart guy yeah sure and he described the great turnaround that happened in science with darwin as he said it was really hard because it, it was the first time that human beings could really challenge what seemed the obvious thing which was if there if something is intelligent someone must have done it with the idea that actually a process actually could could create that. No,
0: but I'm saying the process itself is intelligent.
1: Yeah. I, well, I'm saying it, the whole universe is becoming intelligent.
0: I, I agree, but I think it's becoming intelligent. And the word
1: creativity, it, it was coined by A.N. Whitehead. He made the uh, word up
0: uh-huh.
1: to describe exactly this. Now, obviously, okay. we use it in different ways now. It's become right. a very popular word. Um, I, 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 I avoid it for the very reason that you said. I used it for you, really. Okay. I, I think it's it's like because it f- slips us into an- all sort of anthropomorphic feelings. What yeah. we, what I'm trying to describe is is a bit like if you imagine that the image which I find helpful is imagine the the quantum um, foam. You know the quantum foam.
0: No, so, tell me about
1: it. Oh, so 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 space we now seem to know it, it, it seems is not empty. Yeah. It is full of quantum particles coming into and out of being. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's like yes, no. It's like it's like yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Now I'm with you. That's exactly the process I'm talking about. The lowest level is I exist. I don't exist. I exist. I'm, I'm information. I'm not information. And like there's a whole, the, the whole there's there's a there's infinite potentiality, which is the field, which is nothing, being right. informed, spawned by. Things which, one, a a one, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. And that those bits are taking, beginning, just through, because they they will, start to form patterns. And we know that because we can see spontaneous random generators do it. Okay, And they form form patterns. And then once you've got patterns, that is now passivity. So it's now conditioning what's going to happen next. So the next random creativity isn't random anymore because it's creativity but it's within the pattern so now order is taking shape and that order is the intelligence of the universe which will govern what how those relationships and because every single system is in relationship to all other systems how it relates to the other systems will depend on what happens next and that will depend on its complexity Mm -hmm. how it can read it so electrical electrochemical re- reactions are on a very primitive level will become these higher level reading of the universe until you reach us where, where our ability to read the universe is quite phenomenal but we're very complex systems so the, the, we've turned into these great super systems which has allowed that fundamental relationship of electrochemical reading
0: the quantum foam
1: to, yeah to, and, and all yeah. the way through has turned into these super systems whereby we can be relating to each other on the the level of the sensory and the the conceptual.
0: So, I mean, is it fair to say that you, are you saying, I don't know how that came into being, but that's what I'm starting with.
1: I'm saying that the simplest I think we can, I want to get to the simplest thing I can possibly find because my thesis, which I'm trying to make work, is that everything... That has form, so that everything you can distinguish uh-huh. is part of one process of the emergence of ever more, uh, is the realization of potentiality on ever more emergent levels. So, uh-huh. so the, the simplest thing is duality, which is the the, the bit, one or zero. Uh-huh. That is the same conclusion I think Lao Tzu came to, and the 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 creator of the Kabbalah came to, and all those guys, that we fundamentally have got that movement, and and that, so the one is two. I think of it as the one in relationship to itself, and then that that from that fundamental source of pure information is going to come everything, and everything is going to be a, de- a an emergence of that relationship, the ability to it for it to read itself in ever more emergent ways. And that what you're describing then with, like, oh, the plants can learn. It's like, yeah, they really can. And slime molds. And yeah, yeah, like exactly. Every, the whole universe is learning. So. And then at a certain point, you've got the development where it can read the universe in a new way. And that means you're getting the beginning of what we would call sensation. So it's being able to, to read light, it's going to be able to read touch, it's going to be able to read the movement of sure. the air. So now that's a whole new thing which hasn't existed. It's emergence, which hasn't yes. existed before. And what I what the what I mean by consciousness yeah. is simply, and I know that you're using it in a different way, but what yeah. I mean is my theory of consciousness would be: look, once you get life, you get a gender, Like you said, it's like yeah. there's life and death. So your the agenda of every living thing in the evolutionary process is reproduce and, sure. and survive. Right, and But at the same time, we've got such complexity of of super systems. Now you're taking in so much information Mm. and nearly all of that information doesn't matter, but some of it really, really matters because you can eat it or it can eat you or you can fuck it.
2: Right.
1: And what's going to develop and be very evolutionary beneficial is the ability for the system to focus its processing, to focus and process in high definition, if you will yeah and then what you're getting and that's what i've got
2: and that's what you call consciousness. consciousness
1: i am conscious of yeah you. i yes. am not conscious of sitting on the chair oh i am now because i've paid it no i know now. and i and so wherever i put my attention and focus on i become conscious yes. of that and the rest i take in in a pre-conscious or unconscious
0: yeah So no, i just see it i just i define my terms and i look at it much differently i would look at it as a wave like look at like a picture a two-dimensional wave you could see it a bit like a wave picture like a two-dimensional wave on the chart and i'll call the wave consciousness okay and the tip of that wave is my focused attention but it's not a stagnant wave so that something that wasn't at the tip at one point can move in response to the environment so for example uh, i'm a snow skier okay so when I'm snow skiing, all of that which within me is athletic and dynamic and somatic and involved in being on the mountain is right there at the tip of that wave engaging with my environment, right? And my environment elicits a response and I bring out a response and I'm there. Now, when I come down that mountain and I take off my boots and I go into the condo and I hug my wife, my environment's changing, my internal Uh, field is changing, and the wave is shifting. And then maybe I'm more of a lover. That's why I like subpersonality so much, because it explains so well, the dynamic shifts of of, uh, modes of consciousness that occur. And so it's not that the rest of the wave is unconscious. It's just that it's dynamic. It's that it's not functional for me to be one stagnant, conscious fragment, I have to be fluid. But if those, if, if those other pieces of me weren't part of my consciousness, they wouldn't be able to emerge and engage in such a fluid way, they would just kind of be stuck in this automatic process. And then I would have some sort of, I'd have to posit some sort of ego that's managing everything, which I think is just this totally overdone thing in depth psychology is totally, it's totally antiquated. Now, the, the consciousness is fluid, That, like, you just said, survive, and, and fuck. Okay. Well, I mean, we have, like, if we look at our evolutionary history, we have to be able to shift in and out. We have to be able to have a well, fluidity. Of course. Of course. So, so, so what of I'm time saying time is that there is, second. like, the, the way that depth, like, the word not unconscious comes from, uh, well, we could bring it back to, like, Schopenhauer, but really depth psychology. And the reason they made it up is because they were trying to explain internal contradictions. You know, why do we do one thing and then we do something else? Why do we say this and then we do that?
1: Uh, but that's the unconscious psyche we're talking about now. That's a different thing.
0: That's what they were. That's what they were. But I'm saying that's where they started. The term was unconscious psyche. And, and we haven't even
1: got no, psyche, Ryan. We haven't even reached there, have we? That's I we know. Started. But I'm saying we that the word.
0: I'm saying that the origins of the term. Yeah. uh Well, it's th- just. I mean, it matters. Conscious. It matters where the word comes from to me. And I'm but saying. if
1: you're if you're if you're a sentient being. Yeah. And you're taking in all this sentient information, what you focus on, you process in high definition. Yeah. And you experience that. No
0: issue there. No issue. That's, there. All, that's all I'm but saying. But I'm saying it's very fluid. So it's not like, of course. It's not like, like and I think about you, you, know, you talk Look, about. Look, I'm conscious
1: now of the, what's behind me. I know, I but it's not an iceberg.
0: iceberg. It's not like an iceberg. Like think of an iceberg. An iceberg is this solid block and it's, it's more or less fixed. And that's not how consciousness works at all. I mean, it's so fluid, it's so dynamic. So it's again, like I think anything can happen
1: the image i think this is really interesting because the iceberg image which i agree with the iceberg image is very much to do with the next thing on isn't it which is the psyche that's where you get the idea i think it was jung used the analogy didn't he that consciousness is the bit that you're the bit you can be you can be conscious he used it
0: different than freud to him it was more how you're using it and
1: then but i'm not using that at all here i'm just saying i haven't even got to psyche i'm just talking about Consciousness, well, me, sensory consciousness, that's all I'm talking about. We're,
0: we're going to be in trouble because then we have to define psyche and then we might have a whole no, other Psyche
1: is where we're trying to head. <laughs> I don't
0: I'm know, just saying
1: in it. sensory consciousness. I thought
0: we were in psyche this whole time, are, Tim. <laughs> no, no,
1: I'm just talking about, I'm talking about the sensory world. That's all. But
0: to me, that's part of the psyche. See, that's, that's where we're oh,
1: different. Oh, I, I, I don't, I think the psyche is the imaginal. It's completely different. The imaginal.
0: I'm saying, that, I'm saying the, like, if you go back to my example of evolution, to me, those functional mutations that do occur, you know, are are imaginal. They are they are imaginative. I mean, it's not
1: I, an- I would say the imaginal hasn't come anywhere near existing yeah. yet. Yeah. The, the, the imaginal is images of the sensory. And look, just look yeah. at your dreams, look at your thoughts. When you're, the very process of thinking is taking audio images of talking and yeah. imagining doing it to yourself. It's all Representations yeah. of the sensory world, which has created its own domain. What what's happening on the on the le- level where you're saying, like with the bluefinches and all that, that's all to do with the infoverse. I think that's to do with the, the fact that the the thing which is throwing up possibilities yeah. is itself learning what it wants. Yeah.
0: So then, for you, the psyche problem solving. Then for you, the psyche is the the ability to like this, and this is also a Jungian idea as well. The the ability to give image to instinct. The ability to to give image to sense, image
1: to instinct. That's how Jung think- would.
0: Jung, I because mean, ah, thought- Jung had, and I've, I'm I'm a great scholar of Jung. Not I'm not a great scholar. I'm saying I'm a I'm a great fan and scholar. I am a scholar of Jung. I'm doing my PhD in depth psychology.
1: Well, that's pretty um, good.
0: So I know I I know Jung a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Great scholar. I just realized how that sounds. Anyway, so on the, on the <laughs> well. I'm, a, I'm a fantastic scholar.
1: <laughs> I love being a scholar. Of, I think.
0: Okay, good. Okay, on one hand, uh, you've got spirit, right? And on the other hand of his spectrum, you've got instinct. And for him, the archetype, the psyche is in the middle, okay? For him, the archetype was, was the image of the instinct. And so that if you, And on one end, he would have the color red. On the other hand, he would have the color, the ultraviolet. And so the spirit was this way of lifting the instinct up uh, into this realm of imagination and psyche. And, and that's why the archetypes are both nebulous and somewhat phylogenetic at the same time. They're, they're creative. OK, but they're so, also so, so this, let me, let me does just- Does that make I, sense, I, at least, what I'm trying I, to say?
1: Not really. Um, no. But 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 young okay. often doesn't make sense. I love him to bits, okay. but he often doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll if I can I'll try quickly. I, it's yeah. very com- difficult to do it quickly because I'm not very good at it. To be honest, I haven't worked out how to do it yet. Um, I'll try and say, and then you tell me if it's the same thing because the the image makes the instinct conscious. That line, I love it. Yeah, because it feels like look, everything uh... everything is the systems in relationship to each other. Electromagnet. Uh, um, um, you know, electrochemical, blah, blah, blah. and then you're yeah. going to get sensory, and then you're going to get sensory, yeah. like which is clearly there in plants, in that they can sense the light, so that's sensory sure. and, and slime molds But then with the neurosystem, you're going to get this level of being able to process in this complex way, which allows focus. So now you're getting the emergence of a new level, red and you know, sound and all these things that haven't existed before,
2: right?
1: Uh, so the relationship hitting a new level then what I think is happening is that that ability of the system to choose to focus at in, and like you said, it's fluid. It can, it's moving around all the time. Yeah. Where does it need to go? What's, what's the most important thing for me to process? Like right now it's you. Yeah. So I'm giving you all my attention and processing because it's hard to process you. The, what is going the next step will be, Oh, when the system starts to process its own processing. Yeah. So now it's been, the, the pastivity has been running how it does that the whole time in a creative way. And at a certain point is able to, re, to actually see its own, it's actually able to process its own process yeah. in high definition. So that you've getting, everything's obviously, look, if slime molds can learn, then they're, they're, they have a relationship with the past. Yes. But then you're getting a conscious memory. Well, what's it? Well, and that will arise in just as just as the with with the development of the eye, the relationship between a system and a rose is going to become red. With the with the evil, the emergence of the ability to process its own processing, the past is going to emerge as an image of the past. So the tree, the rose you saw as red is now an image of a rose. That's Mm -hmm. a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. this has never existed just like the the redness of the rose is a whole new thing you've now got images and that and once you get image, you know we've been sending information to each other with verbal signals forever and developing language and once that becomes you have an audio representation you are developing the ability to process the processing and once you do that it's going to just exponentially explode into this whole ecology of the imagination yeah like all the imaginals so so that's how i would see it and then uh, uh, what you're conscious of within it depends on what you're able to focus
0: on are you familiar with ian McGilchrist's distinction between presentation and representation
1: i have talked to him about it but you're going to have to remind him
0: well just in so far as i can understand it i'm sure i i I don't understand it in great detail but, but i like what he says which is that representation is this idea that you you kind of have to extrapolate something from an experience and then model it in order for the experience to be what it is right presentation is is more of a it's just how it occurs to me it's this is what's presenting itself it's it's more of an instantaneous perceptual response Uh, i think the ideas you're presenting first of all i think the ideas that you're presenting about the complexity of how we perceive and how we are conscious evolving, I think that you're on target with it from my perspective. I think that makes sense. What, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is I I just, I just think that there's, there's a dynamicism to sensation that is psychic and meaning psyche oriented that is, is, is directed. It is, it does have, a sense of experience it, it, there there's it's not like this idea that we need to metacognitively re-represent i mean that's a
1: i don't think that at all i don't think we have to re-represent anything i hate that I
0: okay got it that so whole idea so of qualia
1: so, between me and the world okay
0: so you're not saying
1: that not in the slightest oh, okay, I'm saying okay. everything is real i hate that okay. i'm saying that the the, the 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 when i look at the rose
2: yeah
1: i am seeing the rose Right. And the experience of red is the meeting of me and the rose. The meeting of the snail and the rose will be quite different. But the meeting right. of me and the rose is going to be that. Yes. And I'm not re-representing it. But if I want to think about the rose or remember the rose or imagine the rose in the future, I'm now manipulating images. And yeah. images don't have the pastivity of the physical systems. So I can do anything with them as I'm as we're doing now.
2: Yeah. And you
1: can have ideas about ideas about ideas. And the ideational network is going to just become vast. Yeah so that's that's all i'm saying and and the ideas themselves are giving you know the words are giving you access to the very thing with which you're perceiving and then the other thing which might be relevant here is it because i i I do think that by the time you once the psyche arrives that we are that we do not sense the world only i think we sigh sense the world meaning because meaning uh, that we that we are psychobiological organisms and that we process the world with ideas they're not add on sure. extras
0: and and we have uh, motivations and preferences and, and, well
1: everything but it, know, but even yeah. on the most basic level you know the, the complexity of catching my keys yeah there's such a lot of information about narrative uh, time yeah it's it's like there's there's the, the ideational network involved unconsciously i don't not consciously doing any of it
2: yeah.
1: In fact, it would be very hard for me to work out consciously how I did do it.
0: Yeah, but, but see, the, the there's, uh, unconscious makes it seem like. So, for example, let's uh, say non-conscious. The brain so has to. The brain has to interpret uh, virtually everything. I mean, there's mm-hmm. only a few reflexes that are, you know, for example, like the the knee. Um, but you know, for, for, for you to feel pain, signals have to. For example, if you get stabbed in the calf, signals have to come up to the brain. The brain has to then uh, interpret those signals and say pain. Uh, yep. So I mean, yeah, sure, we could.
1: So we could, we it, could speculate. Exactly
0: we, we could speculate, and we could say, well, that's non. That's non-consciousness, or you know, and again, let's let's not. I don't even I'm want to use the word not, conscious because what I'm trying to say is that.
1: I'm just saying I don't know. I didn't follow any of that. Uh, I followed what you're saying. Right. I'm saying that I was conscious of the. I, you know when, when I was conscious of the pain.
0: I, I understand but when i wasn't you conscious say, of oh
1: it's in my nerve right now and now it's coming up here now i'm processing it and now it's going out ah.
0: no i know but when you say the word i you're privileging that perspective over well the brain's doing something too does that no, make sense
1: I'm, t- I'm i'm a whole system i'm a psychobiological system and that system focuses and pays attention to the e- output of the system. So the system goes, "Oh, pain danger," and I go, "Oh, pay that attention." Action.
0: Sure. Or you say, uh for example, I live next to a busy road and there's cars going by all the time. So, so when I first out. when I first moved here, I was very sensitive to the noise and yeah. then eventually my you know my my sensory system said, "Not important. Not, yeah. You know, I don't need to pay attention." So I understand, yeah. but what I'm trying to say is just just in the use when when we get to the point of saying you know when i throw the key and i catch the key and, you know it's just happening and i'm not doing these minute computations they're just happening no, 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 well,
1: the system well, is doing, them. I, am well, the doing
0: system, them I know i agree the system's doing it, but but i'm not consciously doing these you're saying i'm not i'm not aware i'm not conscious of, of them i'm not aware no, of that, what I'm, my nerves are doing no uh, I'm not that's what you're saying and i'm saying yeah. then and i'm what i'm trying to say is that yes and the nerves are doing things and they're doing it not at just the level of automatic, they're doing it at the level of dynamic, which is to say that they're interpreting they're sensing uh, yes. for example a recent recent article Definitely. came out that neur- neurons actually make decisions they, yes. they evaluate information and yes. they decide what to do with it yes what i'm trying to say is when i say the word consciousness that applies to those dynamics okay me, and i
1: think you're losing the word consciousness when you do that I, I think so you, so i think you need you've a new got a horrible word,
0: word for so so you just need to come up
1: with a new word for <laughs> what you mean you by need- consciousness <laughs> Because there's, we otherwise you can't make the differentiation uh, okay, of going. Then. I am conscious of what of the pain, but not of what the ner- nerve cells are doing, which is obviously true. So if you want to be able to say yeah, that, I like
0: I that. like implicit and explicit, because uh, you know implicit information things uh, go like okay. In this in in the in the field of phenomenology, Husserl had the idea of sedimentary experience, which which is that we carry with us this whole past of experience that then informs the way that we respond in the present moment implicitly, that it's sedimented. Now he wasn't saying it biologically, but I'd like to apply it to, to how we process- Sounds quite
1: similar to the pastivity idea, actually.
0: Uh, exactly. Uh, and then, you know, Merleau Luponte came along and he created this idea of the lived body, and that whether we acquire it through learned habit or whether we acquire it through uh, inheritance, that there's there's this implicit framework of learning, responding, uh, it orienting with our environment, proactively engaging with our environment, and that to me that that word implicit is 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 more suitable than nonconscious or unconscious because. It's 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 when we say the word non-conscious, no matter how much we ch- we try, we we give it connotations of automata, and we give it conota- connotations of automatic, and we give it connotations right. of non-subjective, non-subjective, uh, and non-experiential. And well, I'm is- saying and I'm saying that that I don't believe those things. I, I think I think it was actually more accurate to say that all those things do exist within that Isn't sedimentary it, structure.
1: Is it yeah? I mean. You still haven't got a word. You still need a word, Ryan, because there's, there's, you know, you, you're going to lose some really important differentiations if you just if you use it in such a wide way. Well,
0: I'd argue that on the other side, that that we lose really important differentiations by saying that there is a non-conscious.
1: I could, but I agree with you, and I'm able to make those discriminations, and I completely agree with you. Okay. And I don't see, and I see what you're calling automata. I see that as. The, the whole, the, the, these are pastivity systems which are growing ev- to ever more complex, right. and it's a spectrum, and at a certain point we call it life, yes. and because it has different qualities, yeah. and then it's clearly not automatic in that way, right. but it's kind of basic and still, you know, basic life does perform in, in repetitive ways which can be predicted um you you know most often but as it becomes more and more emergent that becomes impossible to predict so that anyone watching our conversation would not be able to predict what you're going to say next sure that- i'm with you, so, you can't-
2: but but yeah. but
1: on lower levels we can predict because it becomes the passivity stronger and the potentiality for creativity is less
0: yeah stuart kaufman a theoretical biologist says that I the universe you know. it's none it's it's non-prestatable above the level of atoms. It's non ergotic It doesn't like it doesn't visit every possible state. So we don't we don't know what it says. it's 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 literally spontaneously emerging. It's not it's not predictable.
1: Yeah, I mean I think it's that I think that's
0: exactly right. And that's what I meant earlier when I said with an algorithm, it's 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 it is prestatable to the degree that uh, you can you can predict it with much more control than you could predict an organism you know for example you can you can set you can set the conditions of that argument of of that algorithm in a way that doesn't apply to life that's what i'm saying but
1: it doesn't have to be determined if if at the bottom of the system is something unpredictable Uh and the whole the whole theory that i'm trying to share with you is like is, is is that everything is the conditioning of of the pure potentiality which is completely unpredictable It's it's un it's un it's unconditioned, which is then conditioned through the accumulation of evolution. Well that unconditionedness is there the whole way through. It's there right now. Everything is in it, which is why the future is conditioned Mm -hmm. and isn't conditioned. It will be because there's passivity it will always be actually something which has never happened before all the relationships all the ways that the systems interrelate will be new and there'll be more information and that means the next one will be new but what's happening is that the levels and and um the way in which the systems are reading each other and operating Mm. and processing Mm. each other is increasing exponentially and that is and when it hits the the level of the psyche that's another huge jump like the level like like happened with life Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
1: and then you can differentiate between things i'm aware of and things which are happening lower down in the system sure you can differentiate
0: those without using non-consciousness that's all i'm saying
1: okay yeah let's do that let's use the word awareness aware of
0: i I like that much better okay
1: all right we can do that i'm happy with that
0: yeah because i'm aware of right
1: so that ability to be aware of is where i'm focusing going that is what i want to and and of course i can't focus it anywhere you know i can i can focus it in the world depending on the on the nature of my senses and i can focus it in the psyche depending on the way that my psyche is organized. so right
0: but you you would like just to be clear you don't give a, a psyche to a slime mold or to a plant? No, because
1: because I think it's you can't have the psyche until you've got you've got conscious, um, you know. You can't until there's eyes. Until there's have, a
0: until there's a narrative identity. Mm,
1: I think that's quite complex, actually. The okay. Narrative identity. I think that's going to come. So a dog later. then could have Pardon?
0: Then a dog might
1: a psyche. Yeah, because okay. it can dream.
0: Okay, I'm I'm just I just want to know where you draw that. I, I, I have no
1: idea where the line gets. In torn, the animal kingdom, but, okay. but I think what you can see in the animal kingdom is that they are able to create images from their sensory experience. Okay. And, and one of the clear ways you, is... you can see that, like like a like a like a parrot can dr- can dream. Sure. Well, if they're dreaming, then they're experiencing something which is not sensory, but which is a represent which is, which is a which is, a, which is using sensory experience yeah. to create. Internal, a, a, a psychic it, experience,
0: right? And that it's sort of a whole on building on the no, I
1: don't it's holonic. Oh, okay, I, it's key. okay. I it's don't not. think the psyche is a, I think the psyche the, the, is not a holonic thing because okay. holons contain lesser things, lesser subsystems.
0: And the psyche so is its own, it's its own thing. You're saying,
1: n- no, I'm saying, I okay, so, so it looks to me like the psyche has arisen as an extension of the of the of the psycho uh, psychobiological system so yeah no doubt it's, it's arisen as that and and it's one system right i i do think and this fits very much with your theory of um the intentionality of the evolutionary process
2: yeah
1: i do think it has it is possible for the psyche to exist then without the biology okay and i think that that's actually the fruition of this intention, which is there right from the start of life, to not die. And I think. Well, and that's just...
0: what I would call an energy field.
1: Okay. Well, I, 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 I would I would
0: say it it becomes its own sort
1: of. It just, it's able to exist as as a passivity system.
0: Now I don't know if that applies in this like in this human flesh or if it's beyond that or uh, you know I don't I don't know how those nuances work but I do suspect there's something to what you're saying
1: so so the 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 way that I try and think about it is to go you know that I'm a psychobiological system yep the system can function in a cut down way I could cut off my arms and legs sure and if it was done in an appropriate way I might be able to carry on as a psychobiological system what happens if I cut out all of the biology would the now if the if the psyche is reliant on the biology in some way which is the common idea it's in like it's encoded in the brain or something then obviously not but if that's not the system where it is if the psyche is part of a passivity system which is in the infoverse and that's what it is it's a it's a super system which is part of the psychobiological system organizing cells yeah. instance, but it's organizing ideas yeah Then once it's arrived at enough sophistication, then can that passivity system carry on, which for you and me means when the when the experience of sensation ceases, does the experience of imagination continue.
0: Right. Okay. so then going back to biology, obviously, you've made a distinction between humans having complex psychic functions versus say slime mold or further up the evolutionary tree so then if it's not dependent on the biology then why do you make the distinctions between different animals if it's not if it's not dependent if the psyche is not dependent on the biology i I am saying the psyche
1: is evolved from but then
0: it's detaches
1: in some sense i think it evolves to the to, to a level of complexity okay it's able to function because uh, okay. it is as it is the part of the pastivity system which organizes imaginal information the biological okay. system is the part of the pastivity system that organizes cells biological information sure and that is holonic with the cells that it contains and okay. if it don't function, it doesn't function. But the, the but the psyche is a is a new is a different level of information. It's imaginal information. And that's why I think we enter the domain which spirituality has always been exploring, the duat, the bardos, the whatever you want to call them, which is a whole imaginal dimension of reality, which has emerged as an ecology of psyche. So for me, this isn't what we're doing right now is not just a bubble of psyche on my head and a bubble of yours. We're actually in a domain. In which we are passing information, okay, around to each other. Well, and when you
0: feel, sorry, go ahead. I And you the reason finish. we
1: can feel so close, which I certainly do to you, yeah. you're on another continent. Is not just because I'm looking at your picture on the screen. It's because that domain is non-spatial, and yeah. and it's all to do with narrative proximity. And right now, and you know, generally, I, I feel you close. Yeah, close. yeah. And yeah. that's my connection with you. Like my connection with my daughter who's in another country right now is right there with me. Yeah. It's a it's a narrative proximity, not a spatial
0: one. I think I wanna I want to push this idea further and see see where we both are, but I want to say first that I feel that that this idea that uh the psyche is just materialistic and, and you know it's all it's all it all just can be boiled down to the brain, I think that's nonsense yep. because there's so much more to, to just the way we experience life that, that doesn't quite get captured by looking at it from a reductionistic perspective. And I'm of the opinion that the biological substrate provides a lot of what is in my personality. For example, my preferences my dispositional tendencies. And we have a lot of research that supports the fact that the differences between individuals can be largely explained through genetics, about 50% of the differences between people. And th- those are studies that have been done over 40 years now, re- highly replicable studies. So so for me, I, I could imagine that something that I would call my soul, let's call it my soul, has, has a life force that, that, it will go on to some extent. Like if I die, that life force has as a soul has its own essence that it's not just dependent on this body. However, I don't think I'm going to have the same personality. So I don't think I'm, it's like, I I love chocolate cake and I love water skiing. And you know, I don't think any of that stuff's going to apply to a non-biological entity because I think that those organismic processes provide content and structure to consciousness.
1: All right, try this. Yeah. I, I, what you're saying is very familiar to me because yep. it's, I think it's quite a common, I don't mean, it's, it's a view I would have had. Right. It's quite a common view in spirituality. So, I mean, and, 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 and I know what it's trying to do for that right. reason. But, but what if you're, what about this? What about if your identity is your past? Everything is. Everything's a process. You're a process. Your identity is your past past isn't going anywhere so all of your, all of the things you mentioned yeah. they're you and they're in your past now they may not be in your present it's like i'm an old man now and a lot of things which are in my past are not in my present you know i right. can't take alcohol anymore Ah, right. you know, uh, okay i used to be a bit of a wild person and i'm not anymore right but it's still in me because it's my past Okay. Now, so, so my sense is, look, then what we're talking about, if if the if we're a psychobiological system, and then the biology is having a big effect, like you said, and the psyche is also yeah. uh, uh, having a massive effect, actually,
0: yeah. um,
1: and that they relate, but they're not the same. They're different levels of information, and that it is possible that you could drop the biological information, and then you'll lose touch with the biological world, but you will still exist in the ecology of the soul, yeah, like the yeah. Psyche. Then what are you? Well, you're all of your past. What goes with you? Everything goes with you, because it can't not. Because you're your past. Will it be? Some you won't be in the biological world. Yeah. But everything that is informed your experience is now part of you, and the stuff that you can access with your psyche, it means that you will be in a a creative um, process with. No, I'll leave it at that. What I'm trying to say is, I don't think we have to imagine a little it's bloppy thing which is different, which is separate. Because if you go, look, everything is the is information. Is everything is a field of being evolving as ever more rich, rich information? Yeah. It's like once you reach that level, that that's what you are, and that's gonna that's gonna reach into and govern your post life experience.
0: Mm. So there's there's some way that that information stays stored within the identity that is okay, so this me. is
1: so so this is the idea that i find very hard to get across to people and it's my fault and i found it hard to get across to you even though i spent about 10 minutes trying so i'm not optimistic but let me try again it's not presentism the uh-huh. information is not in anything it's the other way around the past We're in the information is where is the if, if if the past is expanding and governing mm. everything where is yeah. it what's it encoded in? Yeah. Well it's encoded in the field of being. And yeah. so when you go into a post-life experience, it's still encoded in the field of being. The okay. same place it was always encoded. So it's the the infogenetic tree continuing.
0: Well so obviously there's differentiation within this code of okay, being. It is,
1: it is differentiation. Um, All information is simply a word for differentiation.
0: Yeah, I have to say well, that is a I gotta admit that's a tough one for me to understand what you mean by that. Um, like it, the way that just the, the the idea that it's we're encoded in the information, the information is not encoded in us. I, I would see that as going both way, like the, to go with your relational point, that the relationship and the energy is going, the, the information always going multiple directions, that it's coming well, to me and you know, I'm going you are, out. You
1: are and, responding to the information around you and so that's changing you all the time and it's becoming part of your passivity. Yeah. And that's how in the present is where is where emergence is happening. Okay. and it's where the relationship is creative
2: uh-huh.
1: and but everything which is forming the infoverse is 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 what is, is all the times that happened before
0: i guess what i'm trying to say is 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 there some sort of info avatar that's ryan that is holding not i'm still stuck on how so the you information would be, so, i'm still so, stuck so, on the information and how so it so
1: anything which forms a system an individual system is a rev, relatively autonomous self-ruling system and that's that's something which obviously we deal with other theories have to deal with as well you know what makes what makes a a pile of things different to an integrated system like you me or a tree or yeah an atom or a molecule yeah so those those individual systems are evolving in relationship with other individual systems they're all part of the one thing but they're in and that system you get the think about the expanding block it's not i don't see it quite like this but it's enough or the or the growing infogenetic tree it's like it's expanding all the time with more and more information and it hasn't gone anywhere so that you know you are so the habits or the algorithms or whatever metaphor works because they all got a different flavor that you like you like kind of anthropomorphic one so let's go for habits the the habits that the universe has set up that your great grandparents set up mm-hmm. are having some effect on you. Sure, because you've come from that. Your biology has come from that past. Well, I, I would just
0: call that
2: genetics.
1: Well, yeah, but but this is a way of understanding what genetics is. You know, okay. Okay. Like, and it's also about expanding. It's like you know, I I think there's a lot of hype around genetics as well. I, think well, it's I don't. Amazing. I think it's amazing, but you know that. You know, I don't know. Me, my mum, and my daughter all sleep with one leg out the bed. Yeah. The idea that there's a gene for that just seems a bit. Well, that that's
0: not how it crazy. works. So if you look at the literature, it's there's no single gene for a tri- I mean, no, it's no, very no. I, don't mean, I don't mean.
1: I don't literally mean there's a gene for that. I mean that that is genetically conditioned. Maybe it will turn out that it is. Well, the but the way, even, even if it is, what that is, what I'm trying to say is that is referencing the same level of past the, 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 the system of pastivity, which is actually governing everything way before. You're you're talking about a meta system
0: that goes beyond those organismic processes. And I understand it's, it's, this is universe. You're talking about a universal theory that applies to all information. I get that, but I want to address what you said about genetics first, because this is a common thing that I, I find uh, that, that I think people aren't understanding is it the, the whole thing has been set up as a dichotomy. So is it nature or is it nurture? And, and it's still, people still carry that around. It's, it's clear that that the genetics still operate on an island. I mean, that's just obvious. And, and there's no way in hell that uh, they would have any meaning outside of a context. You know? And I think that the people doing this research really understand that it's contextual. It's like those but genes, I, I hate that word, but Why? yes, well, do you hate the word? I, I don't like the word because the way it gets used by like it's been it's been taken and turned into this self-help right okay thing where it's like become anything you want, become a superhuman, uh, use your epigenome. And, and you know, and also if you, you know, like there's like five or six different meanings for the word epigenetics in the literature. That's so,
1: unfortunately true with all of yeah, these things. Right. So like the word emergent.
0: But I'm not I'm not it's not a. It's it's not a it's not a wrong word so, or anything. So, I'm just so saying I don't I, like the connotations. The thing I was saying
1: about, so go on sorry but, No, I
0: just I just wanted to finish what I was saying which is that Yeah, yeah, please. Uh, yes, clearly it's epigenetics. Yes, that meaning phenotypic expression. Yeah. That it I mean obviously so for example if you come in with a polygenic cluster that that has it has a probabilistic predisposition towards a certain mode of expression or another. So let's say I come in with a cluster that makes me more prone to negative emotions which 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 is a personality trait and then i get abused but all that will happen in that circumstance is that unless some other cluster gets involved that i could interpret my scenario through more and more neuroticism and i could t- continue to reinforce that trait because I've engaged it in my experience, I have the proclivity, same thing would apply to alcoholism, or athleticism, or eating, eating a lot of food, or being particularly extroverted. All it means is that whatever I meet in my environment, I don't meet it as a blank slate, I meet it with a certain set of tendencies. And it's not deterministic, it's probabilistic, and you can't prestate the outcome. And what however I interact with that environment is going to be Uh, a both and not an either or there's going to be but I I, there's no such thing as passive influence which is an old you know Skinnerian behavioral idea that basically says if you put them in the right environment then you've got the whole thing set you you know what did uh was Skinner or another one who said give me give me any child and I'll show you a concert pianist that's bs I mean there's clearly something about the genome that predisposes us to one outcome or another but the outcome is not fixed so i just wanted to clarify that because i I just it's one of my pet peeves
1: (laughs) i i I agree with all of that and i think you explained it beautifully as well my 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 point was more like um was and i i'm not qualified to go into this but i but if you're interested i'd check it out yeah was um was sheldrake's point because sheldrake this is really where the whole morphic resonance idea came from right was him working as a with with plant genetics right and going the idea of genetics is not enough, and that's where he came up with the morphic fields and the, the, the forming fields well right. my infogenetic tree is his morphic fields by a different okay. name in a slightly different context and um, uh, so it's it's like that th- there is uh, there is so, and, and 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 an awful lot of um, the passivity you know come ideas all of this it, it, Sheldrake cannot be underestimated. I mean just what a
2: mm. this
1: is Sheldrake this uh, I am reformulating and reworking in a different context ideas that Sheldrake and Sheldrake in turn took from Charles Sanders purse and developed massively um which is that this idea that and that and, and like I said you know, people like Lee Smolin are working on in a in a wow. context of physics that that the, the, he calls it the power of precedence, which is, you know, the, the, a bit like in law, that the, the laws of nature are more like common laws. They, 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 there's a, once it's been set down one way, it will tend to repeat. Mm. So, so, that's, so so genetics become part of something bigger than itself. Right. And not yep. a, as you said, not a deterministic no. biological system, but actually part of an ongoing creative system in which it, everything, is the past coming into new relationships
0: well i think that that's evolution that's evolution yes yeah i mean i mean like genetics aren't fixed in concrete they're i mean time scale is all relative to what's a long time to us in in terms of nature it's like well it's no biggie
1: so if i if i talk about it like the morphic fields which you're probably familiar with
2: yeah,
1: and, and and uh Sheldrake's lovely phrase, "The presence of the past," which enables you to put it in the present a bit, although it yeah. is the past yeah um does that help you see what I'm getting at by going well, everything is the outplay of inf- of, of of what I'm calling the infoverse of this of the infogenetic tree the, the only challenging- issue' have,
0: the only issue I've had with anything you've said I mean, I think your your my my estimation for whatever it's worth uh, your 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 idea of relationship and complexity. Uh, I think that's brilliant. The idea of more and more complexity evolving, the idea of uh, the imagination getting more sophisticated. Uh, I can go with you on all that. And I think it's well-founded. I just think that there's more intentionality further back than you've put it. And I, I think the, that, that's it. I mean, that's, I mean well, really, I think that's our only major let, disagreement let other, other than to that, then, that
1: I, I think everything that we have, like we have intentionality. Yeah. clearly everything that we have comes from something before it comes from something before it comes from something before it in which you can literally trace it right the way back until you reach eventually the one as two. And, and, and so the one as two will become intentionality. At what point can you say it's appropriate to words, use the word intentionality. It's going to be arbitrary.
2: And,
0: and I don't think it's intentional in a, so that's why I don't like the word God uh, because you know, like, in a theological sense it's like this this deity who has everything figured out and it's all mapped out and it's all settled and it's omniscient and omnipotent and blah blah, blah. i mean but i don't see the universe that way at all i mean i look at the whole thing as a process of becoming what i and this is i'm following my mentor dr strock and i've thought about this a lot I've, I've i've pushed this idea as far as i can so far that the universe strives for intelligent and intentional functionality, it resonates with me because, first, that means it doesn't always get it. It, it strives for it. And striving, it, it, first of all, it strives for it means it, it has some basic primitive ontological desire, at least. I mean, and if we if we find a better term for that, that doesn't let, have human...
1: I, I, let me just be rude and just pop in because this might be the way of joining it together. Yeah. So the metaphysical claim i started with this is the realization of potentiality in ever more emergent ways yeah
0: yeah i like
1: that 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 goes look what will become the purpose that we're experiencing and maybe before us as well is in built into the very metaphysics of the universe
0: Uh, and with that that i can agree with
1: it's not like it has an intention it's that it is the realization of potentiality that's what it is yes and because the past accumulates it is inevitably in more emergent ways right so that within the metaphysics is the beginning and that's very simple is going to end up certainly by the time you get to life definitely by the time you get to psyche with high level that 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 basic metaphysics will have become intention and purpose and striving and longing and and everything all of that will be a a very very emergent realization of 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 what was right there like like every every relationship will be an emergent level of the relationship that's there Mm. does that make sense
0: it does make sense and i certainly think that from the perspective of where we are now as as human psyches that 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 we've developed this capacity to have subjective experience of intentionality in such a, in such a way that you've described. But what I'm saying is that I think from the beginning, if, if there can be said to be any such thing as a beginning, that, the, that there's a striving, globally speaking, not specifically, but globally speaking, that says I'm going for, as a whole, as a universe, intentional, which means I'm not, so I'm, I'm going for an intentional state, which means I'm trying to put myself in a position as a universe where I'm striving for intentional and intelligent and functional systems. And I think that explains the direction of evolution and the mutations that occur that then end up sticking and moving forward and forward and onward. And then it also, in terms of your more global information theory could be compatible with that. But see the problem that you and I are running into is that if I use the word consciousness or uh, intentional or experiential or driving force, or if I use the word soul, like the universe has a soul, uh, you know, then we get we get into a situation where you're saying that came later and I'm saying that came.
1: Well, fundamentally, it's like, look, 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 these are, these are ideas, what you're expressing is a, is a modern version of some very, very well-established ideas.
2: Yeah.
1: And ones that I would have had for sure most of my life.
2: Yeah.
1: What I, the reason I'm not, I'm not interested in them now is the, the possibility of being able to follow through an idea, which seems to me so elegant. Yeah which is, this is the realization of potentiality in ever more emergent ways. So that you've got, you haven't got all that. You're going, that will arise in different forms as it goes through. So Mm -hmm. you're going, anything, anything that has form which can be discriminated is part of one process. It's not there before the process. Everything is part of the process because it's one process.
2: Mm.
1: And so all of those things will gather momentum from the simple essence, which is the realization of another potential, another potential yeah. based on the, the building up of information. So from the simple, the simplest thing you can get to, which is the one in relationship to itself, duality, yin-yang, is going to come everything. And you don't and, and 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 so is it possible that we can frame a narrative in which if, that you can that everything can be part of one story and and if you put it there before it's not, then you've then you've undone that how come? Now you well because you you haven't said it's you haven't said it's part of the it, 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 where, it, where how, you know, how how is this how is it part of the one story?
0: Well, it's all one. It's monistic. I don't think it's a dualistic or universe. No, it no, is. no. But
1: if you've got, but, but it, what I'm, what I'm trying to play with is the realization of potentiality in ever more emergent ways. Well, sure. so what's the, you've you're introducing all sorts of very complex. No, I, I, it's, I'm not
0: saying that it's, it's all got of, a drive.
1: It's got an intention. It wants to get somewhere. These are all, anthropomorphic qualities
0: well I think it's we have to use language that I'm with you I'm with you I, I can't say the language of the universe so okay. I'm using I, I, no, no, I'm I, using I, a language that I okay. know. I'm not
1: accusing you I'm not accusing you of, of of like taking you know of just creating a big man at the beginning I, I don't need right. to okay. like that. Yeah. And, and and I look I know these problems because the, the vision you're trying to articulate to me yeah is the vision I was trying to articulate in soul story and before it's very similar. Not soul story, um, mystery experience. Okay. So yeah. I, and I wrestled with exactly the same thing. Of like, well, I've got these. It's like the thing which turned into intentionality was there at the beginning. For instance, all that. Yes. Sort of yeah.
0: Well, I, I would say it's 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 life force. It's soul. So now, I,
1: so now I want to push it a lot harder and go. Okay. No, let's just go. For, let's see if we can actually go for. There is there is the one in relationship to itself. And that is the discrimination we start with, like uh-huh. yin and yang, like Kabbalah, like all of that. And then from that is going to come all of these things which, we will, which are definitely in the universe now. Mm. And it will develop a direction. But to begin with, it's completely creative. It's going to find its direction.
0: I, I, think, that's, I think it will develop many directions. And I think it, it will. I think it does find, I think exactly it doesn't know its future. No. Um, that's what I, I don't think it knows what it's getting. I think and, it's, and so well, I think all I'm happened. saying is it's dry. So I'll I'll make it even more anthropomorphic just, just to put myself uh, further in the corner <laughs> you've painted me. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm, I'm a becoming process. I'm an intentional becoming process as Ryan whole I have intentions, designs. I'm striving for different. I don't know what I'm going to get. I mean, yeah. I, I, I so I don't see why could the universe not be similar to, the universe doesn't know what it's going to get. It's just it's striving for more functionality. That's it. Functionality. I don't think it's striving for love. I don't think it's striving. It, now it might be at this stage of evolution, but I don't think it started out with any of those complex psychic ideas that we've inherited in our human so sure so i
1: think the only difference uh, is i just feel like it's a kind of it doesn't really work to call it striving that it's just that what's happening
0: yeah, is
1: the realization of accidental, those simple potentials but That's then it just happening.
0: it makes it seem it's
1: like when when when, when those subatomic when, when when quantum particles are coming into and out of existence are right. they striving to come into and out of existence i don't know well, is there any I don't reason know. to think they are because if there's not then we should say is there any reason unless to say there's a good no? reason to say it then we should not say it
0: but the, but the thing is that with with the idea of the random universe uh which is not what you've said you've used different language but but just if, I, I, if it's not if it's not intentional and it's just there and it's just it just is the one in the relationship and then, and then something happened and it was this moment of extreme serendipity we'll call it um you know all you do
1: done this, i'm not saying it's extreme serendipity I'm,
0: I'm just i'm i'm using my words so yeah please okay. correct me please correct me if i'm I, mis- what
1: i'm trying to say is look look that the the on this end of the universe yes the thing we call conscious creativity that yes you and I are doing right now with ideas
2: yeah
1: starts the same thing that will go whoop starts as what you could call what 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 purse called tychism which you could call random because it's unconditioned
0: yes i don't think it's, it could be random it,
1: it's not forget the word random then call it unconditioned okay unconditioned creativity this is creative but this is conditioned creativity we're okay. using certain words it's not any sure. it's like it's sure. conditioned by who we are our past our understanding yeah this is unconditioned creativity, so what's happening with the quantum particles coming into and out of existence is unconditioned creativity. It's just like a movement in the in the fabric of being,
2: yeah
1: and then n- not going anywhere and then but some of those movements in the fabrics of being do go somewhere, and then yeah. they start setting up patterns,
2: yeah and
1: then you've got and, and, and then you've got passivity and the, so something which starts as just pure creativity without any direction or knowledge or any, is going to become
0: this yes it, i'm going to so i'm going to ask you both. i'm going to ask you a not, really tough question that's probably what, not the, answerable how did it start how did okay. that come in? how did that i could start? tell
1: you my i could tell you my best my best way of dealing with it Okay. Um, which it, so this is really t- tough i know yeah. for, for anyone but get, get, this is the best i can get if you and i'm going to use the quantum phone image it's only an image I'm okay. not saying I think I think this is way before the quantum foam. Okay. <laughs> um, the quantum foam is a later represent, you know, so but let's use that image. Okay. Because we, ha- we have it, that we know that it's happening in empty in empty nothingness. Something is coming into in and out of existence yeah. all the time. So let us imagine something, an atemporal field of being within which things are coming into movements are happening. And that. Every single one of those movements is the beginning because every single one of those movements is a time stream. Okay. And that some of them will continue into whole universes and others won't, like we see in the quantum foam.
0: So it's a multiverse but, from the beginning?
1: Except, and this is the key bit, and it's difficult to get, but if you get it, it's kind of pretty. And this crazy speculation. Concept. Yeah except because each movement in the field of being, which is the context, the nothing, the potentiality, every single movement is the beginning of a time stream. So those movements have no temporal relationship with each other whatsoever. So you can't say one happened before the other or after the other, or indeed at the same time as the other, because each one is the process of time. So what you have then, is the beginning of this universe, or maybe this whole stream of universes, which is what we're in. And you have other potentialities, but you have no way of saying they're before or after. So there is there's a beginning to our universe or our stream of universes, but there's no beginning.
0: When you say stream, do you mean there's a convergence of universes that makes more? No, no, universe? I just I'm oh, referring
1: back to okay. your idea that I you picked up from oh, okay that, got it got that it. one universe may lead to another universe got it. but which by the way may mean that a lot of the things that you're saying are true of this universe okay because i well
0: that's what i was that was the point i was making to you yeah yeah
1: and i'm when you did it i was like yeah 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 but if we're looking at the metaphysics
0: right
1: which is like yeah okay but okay but let's go back before that it's like you know like it's like if we look at, the, if we look at the, the metaphysics of biology and we go, whoa, you were born with the genetics of your parents, that's like really interesting and it's conditioned you, but it's like, well, where did they come from? And then right. you go back and back and back until you're, where the fucking first genetics come yes. from then? Yeah. And that's the question. Right. Okay, your genetic, you may be repeating what various whole apples have done for centuries.
0: Sure. But oh, yeah,
1: but but what you know? When did the first whole apple? <laughs> you know, and and so I'm doing that. I'm saying okay. Yeah, I understand. So, I understand. So so the universe. It may be the universe is repeating what universes do, but that. But how did it arrive there? It arrived there from a more primitive situation, which is the realization of potentiality, and that's when you get this one narrative, which is everything which is capable of being discriminated, everything which is information, is arriving from the simplest source
0: and i understand i want to make I, sure i, I really I, I want to make sure i really hear you i want to make sure i really hear you because i i think what you're trying to do gathering from this conversation and your conversation with Castrup and other places i've been listening you're trying to apply occam's razor to come up with the simplest yes starting point yes now with the and in my understanding what you're saying is of course, we have to make an assumption, but we might as well make the most elegant, simple assumption we possibly can. Yes. And, um, and, and, and can
1: we make an assumption? We simply cannot doubt like. The one is there two. is
0: being or something like that. Yeah, it's there right. is being, I mean, and it's in relationship. Right. Um, and so you're yeah, so you're using the philosophical tool of parsimony and, and then building the complexity and emergence from there. But so I'm, I, I'm
1: doing that not just simply because I want to make it simple, although I do but also because it enables there to be one, it enables me to explore this possibility of one guiding principle that can bring together all of the evolutionary process. So that everything is evolutionary. The laws of nature are evolutionary. The bringing in of intentionality is evolutionary. Everything is evolutionary.
0: When you say evolutionary, you mean it comes from simple to complex information.
1: Yeah, that it yeah, starts yeah, with the simplest yeah. information and becomes and I, and becomes and, richer.
0: Got it. So I hear you, and I get I get what I, I'm not saying. I get all the complexities of what you're saying in terms of the physics and the quantum physics, but I understand I understand the theory uh, as a whole. What I'm saying is that let us say we start with the idea of functionality and the idea that uh, because what you're getting is functionality. What you're getting is more and more functional systems. And what do I mean by functional? What I mean by functional is in the context in which they perform behaviors, activities, processes, they are stable and robust. And it's not just this big entropic soup. There's a functional process happening in the universe. Uh, What I'm saying is we start with the idea that functionality is actually a driving force of the universe. I'm I'm saying that that explains it. Also, that especially in terms of, and I love using biological evolution as an example because that there you can really see how all these adaptations emerge and how they they can t- like. Let's take the COVID, uh, the COVID, uh, the SARS-CoV-2 virus. That thing is trying to get so damn functional. I mean, it, I mean, and not good for tim but in terms of the virus i mean he's he's enjoying his time in your body okay and so the the virus is trying to get more functional it's mutating it's trying to get more and more uh adaptive how can i stay around how can i replicate and it's doing it's it's doing pretty damn well it's only humans to us it's it's a it's a tragedy but Mm -hmm. to the virus it's a it's a field day so and the same thing applies, we have got, we've got uh, bark beetles here in Colorado, and they just come through the forest and they just, whew, they'll just eat the pine trees alive. And it's horrible if you're a lover of trees and nature, you know, what Dr. Strachan pointed out to me, you know, the bark beetles are just having lunch. And so the, the point is that whatever the universe is creating from the perspectivism of that particular thing or process that is doing what it does, there, there's a process of functionality occurring okay, so
1: take that right because i think that's right but, yeah. but, but take that right back to your metaphysical beginnings ryan and i don't see how how you, why that's there how that's there what it is what's it what's its nature where did it, what's it i think it's i it?
0: think it's life force i think it's it's what's that uh, soul i think it's what does I that think, mean? i think soul is that being that you start with
1: ah so being is no longer just being
0: no, I'm just using a word that I would say there that you could interchange those two words.
1: Well, yeah, but my, my the difference between the words is my being just is being. That's it. It's just being. That's why it's so simple. You're now using a different. Well, there way, has to see like the thing is that there wants, has
0: to be some sort of activity. From... There has to be some sort of activity that occurs in order for anything to emerge. So you so so wherever you start, you have to have some activity. Yeah, if if it's stagnant, then you don't get anywhere. It's like that old question. How do you get something out of nothing? So that's why I'm
1: saying it is always the activity. It's nature is the nature is not being that one day becomes. Right. The nature of reality is unidual.
0: It's becoming. It
1: it is always the becoming. Sure. The one in relationship to itself. Our universe or our genetic strand, our generic strand of universes has a beginning. But actually the nature of what existence is is always the becoming.
0: So there is, is no beginning and there is no end.
1: There's there's it's, there's it's, a beginning. There may be there's a beginning to our user, it's concentric now. And, and there will be an end. But the thing it, what it is at the is, metaphysics
0: level that you want to talk yeah, about is, is,
1: is, it's, is it's, always the becoming. Is it That's like
0: Nietzsche's uh, time is a flat circle that it's just this not that I'm not talking about in terms of everything repeats, but it's this concentric process that time only applies from the perspective of a relative being, not from the perspective of the universe. Is that what you're saying as a whole, like whatever, at the basic metaphysical level?
1: No, I'm not quite saying that. I'm saying that the, the, I'm saying that, that what we see, what we, everything, you know, all all I've ever known is the process of becoming. Sure. I'm going, ah, maybe that's because that's what reality is. It's the process of becoming. And if you strip that down to the most basic level, then the beginning, then the beginning of that process becoming, it seems to me, is not intentionality or desire or anything. It is something which you could best describe with the language of mathematics. Yeah, because that okay. is the simplest information. There's no intentionality in mathematics. The two doesn't. So that, then, then we get really into a whole
0: thing of is mathematics symbolic or is mathematics? Essential? I think mathematics
1: is a language with which we can understand this basic informational level.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: And that allows us to see that basic informational level is going to come up to all of this. Now, because I'm not reductionist, I'm not saying the universe is like a computer. I'm saying that that fundamental level of information will become this. And this is not a byproduct or an illusion. Yeah. It's
0: real and it's yeah. wonderful.
1: Um, but but that language of But you've also
0: said it's creative
1: it's creative because it cannot because the very metaphysics what its nature and that's is what i mean by
0: it. soul that's what i mean is that it's okay that well life it's that life force it's got force well, that's a it. different
1: thing the idea there's a force and it's a life force yeah it's like that's that's it's like you're saying that, that, that when, well, look, when look look
0: at how life look at how life was created i mean it's still it's it's like it's still a tremendous mystery in terms of how those electromagnetic processes that led that led to more molecular sophistication, then all of a sudden came into a yeah, soup. And,
1: but if you and if you put it down to a life force, you're you're, you're just going back to where we've pulled ourselves my, out of.
0: What I've been trying, no, because it, Don't well, you think again, that's it why, depends like, on the. I'm
1: thinking of Bergson and and the way that all of that was. I'm so not talking about vitalism. Okay,
0: I'm not talking about vitalism because. Okay. I'm saying that the process of life itself is life force. And I'm, I'm not saying that there's this special. Uh... The
1: process. So the whole, the evolutionary. The evolutionary. I just, okay. So, so you've got, you've got a fundamental tunus. Let's get it round to the, the mathematics. And that's the simplest we can get. Uh, process. Relationship. Yeah. And what are you calling soul in that? What's you, what do you want to use that word? Because I think we, I tell you what I'm, I, I, I think we need to be careful of yeah. is that I see this all the time, Ryan, is that by using these words like consciousness and soul and intentionality yeah. and all this force, yeah. um, life particularly force, we smuggle in a whole load of ideas that shouldn't be there. And it's like, we, the claim is often made to me. And I think you might be making this claim that I'm just using a different word for that. But the reason they want to, you want to use the different word, not you necessarily, but yeah. somebody does, yeah. but certainly Castrup did this, is you're smuggling in a whole load of other things on the basis of it. So now you've got, you know, you're bringing consciousness, but you're smuggling intentionality. And, and then suddenly you've got a completely different um, metaphysics. You've got a metaphysics of there already exists a conscious thing with intentions, and then it does the universe and powers it through. Sure. Now that may be true.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. That may be true, right. but what it, what the reason it no longer appeals to me? Although obviously most of my books, that's exactly what I say. Sure, is that it? it is that there's this incredibly elegant version which enables me to arrive at all the beautiful things which I know to be true.
0: Yeah, without that. And well, I and that's to where to I'm trying to challenge one
1: narrative. There's nothing just, for the process.
0: What I'm trying to challenge you on and your thinking is. Um, if you look at the outcome which is the functionality and again we might be going in circles and that's okay because i'm really enjoying talking to you about it um if you look at the outcome which is the functionality you have a choice right you can say well the functionality emerged and it emerged as a process of complexity from simpler to more complex and uh, there was no it didn't start there it, it It happened. But with those types of thinking, whether it's the way you're doing it or whether it's the way a materialist does it with the brain creating consciousness, you're still dealing with a similar problem. And that problem is how exactly does the brain create? Now, I'm not, before you interrupt me, I'm not saying that you're saying that the brain creates consciousness. I'm saying that the problem of emergence has always been that the devil is in the details. How does the emergence occur? Now, I'm saying that. Another alternative <laughs> another alternative, another alternative that helps explain the emergence, which no doubt does occur. I mean, there's no doubt that emergence occurs, is to put some of those forces of so-called consciousness or phenomenology into, onto- into ontological priors. Of course. And I'm of saying course. that that is also an elegant way it of explaining true. it. Yeah, but
1: and, can you see that that's exactly the God twist? Now, not, I know yeah. you're not seeing a creator God, but but,
0: but that's argument ad hominem. You know, oh, no, you're no, using, no, no, it no, is no, because no. it's like it's because it's saying no, that's ridiculous. It's saying that the not idea. That. Okay, it's not saying that. I'm not saying okay. it's
1: ridiculous. Maybe it's true. Okay, it's saying you it, what you've done with that is that you know because there's an awful lot of people that make exactly the same arguments for a creator, and right. in a way, what you're doing is a slim-lined more sophisticated articulation of the same thing.
0: I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. I, so, I'm okay with that. Yeah, good, all right. Well, that's I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't
0: take that as a bad thing. I, well, the, yeah. I, I, okay. I, 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 that,
1: so that's what you're doing. So that's what, that's what, we're, that's what we're looking at. So, so what I find so attractive about avoiding that
2: yeah.
1: is that that thing which is already there, the creator of any, whatever form it is, is outside the story of evolution. What is and has qualities, intentions, qualities. It okay. all sorts of qualities. Sure. So what I'm trying to, what I'm exploring is, can we actually arrive at an understanding of the universe, which is just as rich, which leads for me to a sublime presence, which is actually gone. Yeah. Which doesn't, which in which everything is in the one narrative in which the one which is in relationship to itself emerges. And why does it emerge? Because in that process, which is, it isn't becoming, it's a process, every moment will be a new relationship and will be richer and informed by the past. Mm. And that increasing conditioned potentiality will start what? Informing. Information will literally inform the universe, creating forms. Forms that survive have to be, in your language, which is a good language, functional to the degree that they can sustain themselves in relationship with other forms. Right. And that level of functionality of being a, a form and being informed to the degree that they can sustain themselves will increase and increase and increase and increase and increase and increase and increase until you get psyche, until eventually you get you get something which is even beyond psyche. And everything then is all the information, anything which has a quality. Other. Uh, more than being is the one field of being the oneness of being in the process of becoming nothing before it nothing no creator nothing and you've allowed it you, you've got a you've got a just that and that seems i, like I that. love
0: the idea of the that's universe incredible is,
1: vision if we could make it work
0: the universe is being and in, in, in the process of becoming i think that yeah. i i love that i'm just trying to put the intentionality at the beginning. I mean, I know. No, I mean, we've got. We agree on. And what 90% I'm trying to say is, I think saying.
1: you can get every. I think you can get every <laughs> well, all the understanding you want. Sure. Without doing that, and that's the that's what's changed for me over the yeah. last ten years. What's changed is I've gone. I can keep all of the understanding which feels right to me yep. and which feels soulful to me. Without that, and I did think it was impossible.
0: And that's and where I, don't I am. And that's where I I don't yeah. I'm and not I sure think it is. I don't think it's necessary because I think the universe just as well could have just been like I said, it could just have been entropic. There's there's no reason it had to get more complex. There's no reason that it had no, to become no, more no, functional.
1: I think there is because Which again is. it's yeah, because of the, the because I don't think the past goes anywhere. So there is I know, but even
0: there, there's a real principle of of pastivity that starts there at the beginning which well, really which really is functionality in some ways
2: Yeah, I mean, because
0: passivity is very functional i mean yeah, it, it's the, not the very functional is, to just be a series of fleeting things and, and then you just that, that's what i'm trying
1: to say so the passivity so is the conditioning of, so, of, so, of being so in some way you do put
0: the, functionality at the beginning in some yeah, ways, like, if passivity. is well, there Well, that's all what along. I just said to you. That's right, what I just right. said to you. So to okay.
1: so, so the degree that you go, look, the, 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 the process of becoming is repetition of past patterns in creative ways or novel right. ways. Right. And the ones that are functional will sustain and go forward. And the right. ones that are not, won't. So there is an impetus. There is a tendency towards
0: greater functionality. And that's greater the, ten- the or tendency progress. itself. That's, that's where I'm saying... Except There's something, don't have to, there's something to be explained about the tendency. There's something Well not, not
1: if you root it in the metaphysics.
0: But the because metaphysics is the thing to be explained.
1: It, well, if if you're going, look, this is the realization that this is the realization of potentiality, that being is a field which can become informed in any way. Yeah. And the image there I've got is like the quantum field. You've got, you know, where you've got one field vibrating in different ways and that and the simplest vibration is a yeah. bit.
2: Yeah. So
1: you've got that image. You've got one field, and it's like from that, you can get everything yeah. potentially. You don't need anything else. And then that will become all those things. And if you've got the idea that, okay, so the information, once it has been informed, it's in, it's informed. That's it. So it's been informed in this way; it now is informed. Then that the way it's been informed will now condition how it gets informed next, and then how it gets. So it's it, it cannot help but be what we call creative. There's nothing making it creative, but the thing which See, we when, do, which, which is creative, will it, come from it.
0: But you're killing me with that, Tim, because what you call smuggling, you're smuggling in that it doesn't need uh, anything. I mean, that's I mean, it's like it's like smuggling in avoid why, why am i doing that right <laughs> because why you're am saying I doing that? you're saying i don't need it doesn't need anything to drive it it just happens you're like so like that's also an explanation is what it's it like doesn't... it, it, it I, i'm saying that so here's my interpretation of what you're saying and and maybe i'm not interpreting it correctly but just just yeah. let me say it and then you can yeah, yeah. respond uh, what i'm saying is when you say it doesn't need a driving force to become more functional, it doesn't need any intentionality. I'm saying that is, that is smuggling in an assumption of, well, we don't need that. And, and, but you're not explaining why we don't need it in a way that I'm satisfied with because you're okay. Well,
1: let me try again to do that. Okay. Okay. If, 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 if existence is the process of becoming. Okay. Yeah. That's what it is. And we, and which the low, the, the common denominator is being, and that is, and the becoming is the, um, is being, being informed the process. Yep. Yeah. Then the that's enough.
0: No, it's not because so here's what I'm trying to say to you to say existence is being in the process of becoming, is, is, to me, from where I would stand philosophically, is not enough of a foundational assumption, because then we have to ask, how come come it's a process of being and becoming, rather than just a process of being stagnant? So there is something, right, or, or just a stat, so then take out the word process. Now, how come it's not just a stagnant being? and so i'm saying there's still something to be explained
1: so so that hence my image i mean i think you you're right in that in that you are forced back and back and back right. but you you're, you're dealing with so little now yeah. that you've really pared it down
0: and that's in the, the littlest part i would go to the life force is what the littlest part to me to where i'm paring it down would be the life force that's okay, but, my but, ontological but,
1: but, prior but, but, but if i'm if it's you know. I know you laugh like and you, you laugh, force. but I'm, it's... What the fuck is a life well, force?
0: Well, what the fuck is a basic mathematical universe? I mean, the, I could ask you the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, I think we can, <laughs> I, can def, I can define it, though, to some degree, because you can see um, relationship underlying everything. So it's not like... it's like
0: I can see life force underlying all of creation.
1: Maybe, but that's a maybe, but, you, but relationship is not a maybe, is it?
0: well life force is what drives relationships the fact that i contacted you for this conversation I don't, I the don't fact mean that this,
1: i don't mean our relationship or i mean the, fact the, the fact that, that the...
0: the fact that nature is in a process of complexification rather than uh, just staying as hard uh, dead matter i mean all of that you can see life force the fact that when well, the when one the pulsar when can, the pulsar lets the hand go of God and, then God and
1: all of that but that, I mean, that yeah I I
2: mean, I I we creator. can both
0: agree though that no matter where you start, you have to start with an assumption. And I'm saying that, so you're saying your assumption is better than my assumption. And, and, and that could be true, but I disagree. I think I am I think
1: definitely that, saying that. Yes. Because, and I, and because, I'm saying I because don't agree. A life force, to describe what it is, you're going to need a lot of qualities. But to describe being, you're seeing something which everything in the that's, universe has the isness of everything.
0: The isness of And I mean, then the qualities. Certainly just the, as vague as life force, the isness of everything is it yeah Uh, that's not any more descriptive i mean the the isness of everything i mean that's just that's just using your own phenomenology to explain being the things exist i I observe things exist
1: that's exactly it i'm saying something as simple as that things exist and and all of the thing and everything that and everything is a quality of that everything is an extra quality that informs i know what i'm saying that
0: doesn't explain anything i just that's just an observation that it things exist right pardon i just don't think that explains things i think that that's an observation
1: it is an observation right
0: i'm saying exactly. that to me that observation couldn't be i couldn't put that somehow at the foundation i just don't i don't understand that the
1: observation is to lead to what would be the simplest thing that you could see metaphysically. Mm-hmm. And whether you need a creator of some force, some for creative force, some life force, some god or something. Yeah. And whether actually it can work the other way around, that the universe itself is that. It will turn, yeah. you know, it is a right that it is the thing which will be a life force or whatever it is, the yeah, intelligence I, of it. That so, that is what it is. It is so that so what, got, if
0: it is you, that, then we're not having any so, disagreement.
1: So the fundamental, well, it's becoming that. So the fundamental, the fundamental, uh, the fundamental uh, metaphysics, if you like, and 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 this may be just a moment,
0: Wait, hold on a second. I just let want me to try add... this
1: on you. Set it, it, it's that, it's that you know. There's a kind of existential nausea, I think, to a lot of metaphysics, where you go, yeah, yeah, why that... Sure. Why that and not something else? You're, you're you know I mean? right about that. Yeah. So so there's a there's a life force at the beginning, or there's a god at the beginning, or there's a th- And it's like, yeah, but what's that? And uh, why this and not that? And all of those things that Heidegger had. Yeah. There is something, and this is very personal, probably, but there is something about the idea that that the fundamental nature of the universe is something that could be anything. And it's becoming everything. Okay. Just goes, oh, that doesn't give me nausea there's something which of course I, but what's the, the fundamental nature of existence it's not a thing which already exists it's something that could be anything
0: so it's just pure process, potential
1: which, yeah which is becoming okay. everything
0: i i hear you and, and you said something a few minutes ago that said uh, life we get to life force so well, my my question hold on so i want to ask force. you I, I mean, I are you content to the, use life force then but not well, well I, wouldn't
1: use, I wouldn't use life force. I'd say there's did. pastivity, which conditions <laughs> being in such a way that it has intentionality and it moves in the but direction.
0: The, the thing I want to say about all that is that we have to come up with words to explain the ineffable. And so we use, for example, we use psyche or imagination. And That's not ineffable. I mean, in its grand totality, it's, it's certainly hard to capture... Oh yeah, everything's and, all the yeah. But I mean, just—that's all I mean. I don't mean it, that the, it has a nature. I'm not mean it, that we psyche. don't experience the, the psyche. psyche I just mean, I just mean there's something about it that's a, a, a bit ethereal sometimes in terms of the imagination and, and the it's beauty. Sure. Of, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I meant by that. Sorry. Okay. What I'm yeah. saying is that like, there, there, we have to come up with a language. So we we say psyche or we say soul or we say life force or we say love, right? Love. And, and yeah, sure. You could always look at me and say, Ryan. Well, what are you really? What are you really saying about that? What do you? I mean, but the thing that I'm saying is that that can apply across many of the philosophies, whether it's talking metaphysics or epistemology. That we can always say that, and it's always a good question to ask. What do you really mean by life force? Yes. Um, or what do you really mean by psyche tim and what do you really mean by imagination but
1: i but I, I, I will do my best genuinely right this is what i spend all day doing yeah he's asking myself those questions the reason i've ended up here not where you are at the moment is because yeah. i kept asking that question
0: well are you suggesting i'm not asking this hard question
1: no 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 <laughs> no. i'm not suggesting that From a moment okay good
0: i did i'm not. just saying
1: that that's a, <laughs> that's exactly i'm sure you are you couldn't have this conversation right. otherwise.
0: right okay. i
1: mean, you couldn't you know you couldn't i was just, I was just clarifying
0: i wasn't sure what you meant.
1: no 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 I'm not saying that at okay. all i'm just saying that that i, I think you're right and that and that and that's why i can try and define what i mean by psychic. no
0: and i think it's and i good. can
1: try and define what i mean by love and i can try and define what i mean by being because if you can't then you do end up with kind of fluffy words
0: but I'm, and I guess uh, here's my argument and um, my argument is that there's a little fluffiness involved in, in any explanation we're trying to give to the universe in terms of its origins and its, I mean yes. so so when you say being I, I'm also suspect of well you know being you know so I'm, I'm all I'm saying is that, that so, it's so not my, an argument the fluffiness isn't an argument against it it's a it's an encouragement from one philosopher or another that says, be more try to be more precise, but okay, it's not well, tra- really an let me try either. let yeah. me try
1: because the reason that i I chosen being because in 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 uh soul story I call it spirit okay and i've and and i I'm now moved away from that for the very reasons that I think yeah. it encourages and I wanted to really I still had then a view much more like the one you're exploring yeah. i mean I, yeah. that's pretty much was the view I had right. and that what's what's changed for me is i've gone okay that is that's i am smuggling in a whole load of stuff there so what so so the the it's the old greek concept of usia of being Mm. seems like the the best one because i can look around me and go well look everything has different qualities everything it's all different what makes it one
2: yeah
1: what is the quality in the universe that makes it a universe because everything i can everything's fucking got different qualities i know i
0: know
1: well the quality one of the words you could give to that is "usia" or being so it has the quality of being so therefore you have one field of being which has then got all of these different qualities and that the evolution of those qualities is the becoming yes and,
0: and so you, so and then when, then when it comes to the evolution of being when it comes to the evolution of being, which has this just essence of being, I'm saying that as a part of that evolution, there has to be something driving becoming something it could be, it could be, uh, as a simple, uh, process of relational information exchange. But I'm saying that I like the word life force for that driving power. And I'm um, saying,
1: I don't think we need that. That's it. That, yeah. I had the same thing with Ken, with the idea of eros. with, and, Ken, and, with who Ken Willow. Okay, we've come over. He has the eros, and yeah. and, and, and I, I, it's like I don't, I, I, think all we don't need any of that. It's yeah. because if you, if you, if if your, if your metaphysics is already in motion, if your metaphysics is this is the process of realization of potentiality, this that's what it is. Then you've got that you've got that process which will
0: yeah no i see but i see your argument is that if you define it properly if you def- if if you define the process properly in a way that is coherent then then you don't need those extra yeah.
1: you don't need those adjectives
0: right but that there's a because bit of a word there's, say a say bit of wordiness. there's a bit well, of a wordiness there
1: this is i've never said it like this i see if it works i'm wanting to know all adjectives are are emergent all okay. qualities are emergent not the source of right. qualities okay so all no all qualities are emergent
0: i think i'm getting even closer to understanding you now so if the universe is in a is a, is being in a process of becoming by definition yes it doesn't need anything else yes okay and what i'm saying and I, so i'm ringing the bell over here saying but i need that explained <laughs> You know, I, I can't just accept that that's just what it is without an explanation of how it works. So I'm saying, I'm saying we gotta, we gotta put something in there to make it go. And so, and you're saying, no, 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 it just is that, that is the essence of it. It's a process of, it's being in a process of becoming, that's the most elegant, basic description. Um, But remember though, Tim, as you well know, as an experienced thinker, parsimony is for being as simple as possible, but not too simple. And so that's where I'm wondering. Yeah, um, and, I, and I
1: think, I don't think we, you know, I think that is as simple as, as I can get, but not too simple. Yeah, I
0: know and, you and, think, I'm, and, I'm
1: sure and, you think that. And hence, the, and hence the the metaphor that I've got from the quantum soup idea, which yeah. is just purely a visual metaphor
0: yeah. of,
1: of, it's almost like it's going, these are all now we're moving into the area of poetry, but it's like, it's like there's, there's, there's constant, i want to say constant but atemporal and that's a contradiction but there is it's like it's one and zero that's what it is all the time one, zero, one, zero, one, zero. exists not exist exists not exist exists not exist it's like that's what the it's a uniduality and every time it comes into existence that's time but only time for that thread
0: okay so no uh, with this thread on an absolute, like a universal level, does time not apply?
1: Well, no, because there's a time is change.
0: So, can I, I mean, if there's
1: nothing to change? So, there's no the time. universe like,
0: has a t- totality. Oh,
1: oh, I mean, the universe, yeah, I think there's time.
0: Okay, think got the, it. the
1: universe so, is changing. So, time, time
0: applies is. across the whole spectrum of anything theory.
1: which has qualities, anything which is informational.
0: Is there anything in your theory at this point in the game, not at the origin story, that doesn't have qualities? Does everything have qualities?
1: everything every well the field of being in itself which you can never di- you can never separate off it's sure. not like there is a field in itself but conceptually you could say that it is atemporal, it is formless it is the emptiness okay. and and i think you can you can come into a meditative relationship with that for instance can you
0: sometimes. get to a point in your theory where so it's 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 it, in its essence it's arrived at a state of uh, for example, sometimes you would talk about the emergence of love or the, yep. the psyche or now let's bring in soul or uh, life force or any of these words. Um, intentionality. Does it have that in that atemporal space?
1: No, nothing. Okay, it, has no it has no
0: qualities. Got
1: it. It's literally formless because it's not being informed.
0: And, it has no qualities. You know what's so funny, though, is even the statement, it is literally right. i mean that's I mean, it's like it is formless there is no it's it. not it,
1: you know, right it's not in it um, in itself you would you would have to say it's nothing
0: yes yeah
1: the field only exists with the information the information only exists with the field because they're actually the, same the inf- thing. with the information so
0: it's a it's, it's a mutually supporting it's a para,
1: what i would call it paralogical relationship Mm-hmm. Um, which is why this, my, I would describe what I'm exploring not as non-dual, but as unidual,
2: mm-hmm. one as two, mm-hmm. and I
1: think that's the, the great secret of, say, Taoism or, or some of those early Yeah,
0: and I, I've been exploring the, uh, the idea of polymorphous monism, that it's just like the one in the many.
1: It, oh yeah same thing yeah same same, same thing. thing same, same thing because the two uh, is the problem more, more I have with more.
0: dual is is that for some reason the the two doesn't capture the multiplicity for me oh, I, it have to, it I have to no, think no. of it as made I have to think of it as polymorphous yeah. Yeah. I love that I love that yeah,
1: I, love that. yeah. Monopoly. Um, I think that's exactly right that's exactly right but but the reason the, re, the reason I call it a uh, uniduality is like it's like it's partly to play off of non-duality but yeah. also because it kind of it goes look it's the yin yang. It's like you know, the, the one is two, and the relationship between the two is the ten thousand things. To slightly that, that's, re- rewrite Lao Tzu. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, that's what, what I'm writing my dissertation on is the huh. the the relationship between subpersonalities and individuation. So maybe uh, we've been talking for quite some time. So I'm sure it's time to start winding down. But
1: I would um, love you to say a little bit about that if you've got the energy, Ron. I'll say I'm a little bit about it.
0: it. I'll say a little bit about it and basically where i start is this and, and i'm operating within the field of Jungian psychology so uh i start with a critique of jung's system and one thing to know about jung is part of him was a structuralist so he liked he liked to create structures and and uh, universals and so you've got the ego and the anima and the animus and the self and you know he and then his followers would then try to fit their own qualitative psychic experiences into those structures and um, that's not my favorite part of Jung's thinking. My favorite part of Jung is what you might find in the Red Book or in the certain passages throughout his volumes where he's talking about process and so I, I, I look at his idea of the ego complex and I say, look, if you start with Kant, which Jung was incredibly influenced by in terms of his writing, uh, we've got the idea of the, the transcendental ego, right? Because Kant was responding to Hume. And Hume was responding to Descartes. And Descartes said, well, I've got this thinking thing and then there's the the world. And he didn't have an understanding of the body really, but he thought that the mind was this immaterial thing. anyway. so uh, Hume came along and said, well, there's no ego just sitting there. I'm I'm just a series of experiences. I have one experience and then have another, and that's all I can ever notice. I mean, and so Hume had this very perceptive criticism. And then Kant said, sensitive to Hume's criticism, he said, well, Yes, but there's a coherence. And the coherence is the transcendental unity of apperception. There's something holding it all together so that, that visually, perceptively, categorically, uh, in terms of time, I have a, a flow of coherent unity and the self is a unity. The self must be a unity. And that's the transcendental ego. And the reason it's transcendental is because you can't know it. It's unknowable. You, you just have to infer it, You deduce it. And uh, so anyway, so, so then Jung comes along and after f- taking after Freud, and Freud had the ego, uh, Freud had a major development, which is no, there, it's not quite a unity because the self is all split up into these different contradictions and the ego is trying to manage it all so you know the. Uh, you know, I want to, I want to go have sex with this person, but it's not appropriate. So I'm going to try to mediate that because there's these social pressures. And so e- ego as a mediator. So then Jung comes along and says, no, the ego is a complex of consciousness. It's the thing, it's the subpersonality. It's the, it's the part of consciousness that makes consciousness conscious, but there's this whole unconscious that explains why we're a multiplicity. Here's what I'm saying after that long-winded introduction.
1: That, is, that was a brilliant introduction. I loved okay. it.
0: Okay, good. Really good. Um, really good. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying that no, the ego does not explain consciousness. The ego is a, is a word that we so we started with unity as as Descartes. Then in Kant, we tried to reify the unity of the self. Then the depth psychologist came along and said the self is not quite a unity. We have to explain multiple multiple feelings and motivations. And uh, so we'll explain consciousness by the ego and then we'll have unconscious things that happen. And so I'm saying, no, no, no. If you look at your experience phenomenologically, you don't have a single thing that just constantly acts. You have a series of subpersonalities that come in and out of subjective control. And they can literally control your motor activity and your perceptual, what John Verveke would call a salience landscape, he doesn't talk about subpersonalities, as far as I know, but I'm taking that term, creates a worldview and it's fluctuating. So because of evolutionary demands, we can't be just one perspective. We have to be able to fluctuate. The ego, is, is, is it's a made up organizing factor that has tried to explain conscious personality. So I'm saying, what happens if you throw that out? Just humor me, people, what happens? What happens if you take that out and you say, instead, what we have is multiplicities of consciousness within a total being? Because the, the word depth psychology went wrong, in my opinion, is its understanding of consciousness is so fragmented, and then its understanding of wholeness then has to become this unconscious thing, like like in Jung, the self. It's like, yeah, you have wholeness, but it's un- I'm saying our whole being is the wholeness. That's that's Ryan, that's Tim. It's it's not that it's conscious or unconscious, it's just it's a wholeness. And then the emergence of activity within that being is particular subpersonalities in the driver's seat of the present moment consciousness. So how so then, because in Jung's theory. You needed the ego to manage individuation. So, if you had a good attitude towards the self, you'd have a good individuation process. If you were a lousy ego, you'd have a bad individuation. You wouldn't have you would you would have all sorts of shadow dynamics and yada yada. yada. What I'm saying is, it, individuation now needs to be explained in a different way because the problems with the term ego are so overwrought. What happens if we put subpersonalities in there, how does individuation occur? So the research question is basically, we've got multiple parts and we've got a whole. How How does the process of wholeness occur in the psyche, given that we have multiple parts? And granted that you'll provisionally allow me to take the ego out to explore that question. And so where will I end up in that? Well, I don't know, but I suspect my ace in the hole is is something like a soul something like an essence something like a, and i think the total being the the being is is basically synonymous with that but something something that captures the dictum the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts so that at any given moment i can't be reduced to one subpersonality or another i'm a whole that benefits from the negotiation of different subpersonalities but there's not like a, a little ego that has to manage those interactions actually as a whole being i have to manage them it's not this little island does that make sense what i'm trying to drive more at
1: more than makes sense i okay. mean i think it's absolutely on the nail ryan awesome. i mean absolutely on the nail i would use slightly different language of course yes um, yeah um i would say i think you know i think here i mean not, i'm sure nowhere near developed as developed as what you're doing but because i'm just it's just a small thing for me but but The fundamental idea that I have with that is, see if this is similar, it'll be a different language,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which is that that I'm a passivity system. I'm a, you know, psychobiological passivity system. And on the psychological level, I've built up various past, and maybe from the start as well, that that various, various um, subpersonalities, a phrase I really like. Yeah. To relate to different things i'm a different person when yes. i am with you than i am when i'm with my wife or whether when i'm blah 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 and that the, and they constellate into these different um uh, aspects of the psyche i'd use the word psyche for all of that it's just the way
0: that yeah I, i'm with you I'm, I, I'm with you and
1: um and the i see you uni- that again the ego has no use for me Thank i, you, I see the uh the process of individuation which i like a lot as how do you get them to all function together? Yes. And the fluidity to move between them as appropriate for the success of the whole system. That's exactly right. Because if you can do that, you will have a much more robust psyche. or That's, soul.
0: that's exactly. And that's what I do with clients is that we, we put it all out there. And that's their job is how do I function as a whole human being? And how do that's I negotiate it. these subpersonalities? Now, the thing that I make sure to introduce is that not every subpersonality wants that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, for example, uh, there might be a passivity system, to use your language, that's bent on self destruction. Yeah. So uh, some theories would say, well, every part of us is looking for love. Uh, I think that's incredibly naive. I mean, it doesn't yeah. doesn't nearly scratch. So it's like some some there is a such thing as a mean asshole, and it does yeah. exist in me, and it might exist in others. I'm not saying it's a universal trait, but we're we're not all peachy inside and out. Um. So how do you want to work with it? So I people come into me, see me. I'm having panic attacks. Or what part of you is creating panic attacks? Because in my model, it's all proactive. You know, you're not. It doesn't happen to you. You're doing it. So who is it inside of you that's creating the, and then we, Brilliant. we work with it to great effect. So what Brilliant. parts of you don't want to have panic attacks? Well, as the lover, I don't want to have a panic attack. Brilliant. Well, as the creative self, I don't want, okay, well, how are we going to work with this guys? So then we see, well, does the panic attack part have an openness to negotiate? And so the panic attack part either it just says yes or no, or maybe, and you, you respond based on the information you get. So it's fluid you know none of it's a it's like there's not a there's not a protocol this is how you work with subpersonals as a facilitator or a therapist you have to be on your feet you work really? with what's there I so that's the this. problem i'm trying to solve and the reason I've, I've been so sensitive to the ego as a just an unfortunate hang-up that we still have is is because <laughs> we use it as an explanation for our everyday behavior in a colloquial speech yeah. and then we use jung's theory and we we talk about the ego and we reify it and i'm saying well wait on a sec- what do you mean by ego well i mean the arrogant part of me okay well what is the arrogant part of you talk to me describe it to me well you know he really wants to be awesome and everybody wants he wants everyone to think he's right okay well let's come up with a name for that uh or love this. or the ego is uh you know, some people will say, well, it's my self-image, it's my insecurity. So it's like, no matter what they mean when they say ego, invariably, they mean something quite specific. And I'm saying we're much better off being phenomenologically descriptive than having this umbrella term, it's the ego, you know, it does. And as you know, in Eastern tradition, the ego means a whole different thing. I mean, they, like, you know, it, it's, it's not quite the same, but um, I think we need a descriptive psychology. No, so i I, I, I had, When Go I was ahead. in
1: my twenties, Ryan, I had three that I can remember. There was probably more. But there's yeah. three I was so vivid I can remember. Is this what yeah. you mean? I had uh there was Mr. Monk. Yes, who really thought I should leave the world completely behind and just seek God and everything else was a complete waste of time. Yeah. He was very strong. Unfortunately, I also had Mr. Rock and Roll and Mr. Hedonist, Mr. whatever I'd you know, that guy. Perfect. He was just like Creativity, drugs, yeah. right. experience—all this—and then yeah. there was um, my favorite major achievement. Who I really did seem like a major, who would come storming in every now and again and go, "You've done nothing of value with your life. You need to do something of significance." Oh my god! <laughs> and, and he would come in. And is these, he the one who helps
0: you write books?
1: Yeah. Well, he's—he's he's, you know he's, they're all still a, there. But yeah, they're all what's still there. Change, what's changed is yeah. that they don't argue now.
0: Oh, so now they get along.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah, they're, they're that's really, the beauty of the work. Inter- they're not, they've all, you know, I don't shoot. I mean, literally, if you looked at my journeys, or even my, uh, well, certainly my 20s, you'd see me like who was in, uh, for that year, I was Mr. Monk. Literally, I was in a house with nothing in it, doing right. nothing but meditating. Right. And a year afterwards, I was in a recording studio, taking drugs. And yes. it's like, oh, that was, you know. An well,
0: and, and so, and we have this societal baggage that teaches us, supposed to be one thing and so our our cultural conditioning goes against understanding that it's actually okay and it's actually what it is to be human and that your multiplicity is is not is not something to hide you know i had someone uh say to me yesterday we're having coffee he said you're so much different having coffee than when you're in the classroom teaching and i said well i presume that uh when you asked me for coffee you were asking the friend and not the teacher and so and and so the, th- the idea is that it's about authenticity and what you picked up on earlier, functional matching of the situation. Yeah. Um, I have parts of me that could be very aggressive and it's not that that's good or bad. It's, f- it's wh- when is that functional or can I taper it into assertiveness or do sometimes I need to back it off? Or if somebody tries to hurt me and I need to defend myself, then it's functional. So it's like it, it's about context. And the value is the value of how it works in the moment.
1: Isn't it? And and and, and also then it's like this thing, the, uni- the individuation. Yeah. It's that when that part comes out, say that has to go, fuck you, you know, or whatever it's gonna do. Yeah. That you're not going to be sitting in another part ten minutes later, going, "Oh God, you should never do that." It's like you've actually got an integration, so the other parts going, "Oh yeah, that was necessary, but now you you right. don't need to do that."
0: And, and or the, now we can
1: turn it around and say, "Okay, let's get on." Exactly,
0: it's it's being able to repurpose and, yeah, and it? redesign. And, you know, it's so funny. That I'm getting more to the point where I can laugh because, to your point about passivity, um, you know, I've got a part of me that will sometimes. Want to go back to the seventeen-year-old version that's pissed off, and and then it's like, oh man, there he goes. But it has no power because I just laugh and I just notice, oh, there it is. And then we we bring it back into, and so there's a when you take the shame out of it and you just look at it it is what it is. What am I going to do with it? There's a tremendous flexibility of how you how you grow, how you learn, how you become. And,
1: And what you're exploring, I think, is a really good take on the idea of know yourself. Yeah just a really deep way of going look you're you and 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 the, w- and the way that everything is a oneness and a multiplicity and you're a oneness and a multiplicity
0: yes and that's and, what i'm driving at with and, my dissertation and,
1: and, and the key thing is are you just flipping between the multiplicities or can you see the oneness and can the parts of the multiplicity so for me all the individuation is a part it goes in hand with or is a precursor for perhaps I, to what I call, is the unividuation, which uh-huh. is the idea that all of this philosophy I'm exploring ultimately is all about awakening to oneness. Yeah. To that place where you, it's something, some, you know, the transcendent, imminent oneness of things. God, yeah. if you like, if you can use that word. Yeah. And, and so if you're able to do that in an integrated way, then you can enter far more deeply and more consistently into that individual experience. Mm. And half the time what people are just facing when they're going, oh, I can't, you know, it's like, it's just like they're, they're, they're split. So yes, they're exactly. so f- fundamentally split, they, can't, they haven't got the strong enough foundation. And then you go back to things like the Kabbalah traditions or the ancient mysteries, And you go oh this is what they were trying to do they were trying to the whole idea of the psychic level of development in the jesus mysteries was to build that integrated psyche or soul able to sustain the pneumatic or spiritual awakening
0: yes yeah and and the way we say it in the model i use which is called self-soul spirit which is developed by the man i've told you about roger Strachan, is um every human being is a unique mandala of parts and the mandal is the whole, you know, and the parts are the, the the parts and the function of that functions of that whole. And because of the uniqueness, how that wholeness hangs together, that's your process of individuation. Yes, that's your process of becoming. Yes, absolutely um, right. Unique. Totally. Yeah, unique. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, actually, at another point, if you're available, I might I might ask you some questions about that uh, part whole relationship because I'm, I'm working in the later chapters now and I'm you know this is where it gets very complex as you know is it's <laughs> oh, so, so the whole ball of wax with how am I going to explain this and you know the ego was a tremendously convenient way to explain uh, conscious mediation it was just it just well the ego was man was like for Jung it's like the ego assimilates the sub personality and then it's like produces it, and then later in Jung's career, produces the affect, I mean, in consciousness, and later in Jung's career, he literally writes in Mysterium Conunctionis, which I know fell off your bookshelf one day <laughs> uh, in, in a, a credible synchronicity, but he writes, um, contrary to his previous assertions, actually, he writes, the ego is an unfathomable, unfathomable thing full of many obscurities. Uh, you could say it's the relatively constant personification of the unconscious. And that's what I grabbed onto. I said that's so different from anything that he was—he was trying to structuralize about the ego. Now he's saying, no, that those so-called archetypes or complexes are coming in and personifying consciousness through different experiences. Um, so that's that's sort of the window that I've used for Jungians to say, look, you know, he was—that's where he was going with it you know because
1: the, the explanation you gave when you just rolled when you started with Descartes and Hume. yeah
0: yeah and
1: then went all the way through was really eloquent
0: okay good i've been working I on really it
1: really was it really you know is that all that lovely thing when somebody understands what they're saying
0: yeah yeah It had that quality to it, it thanks to
1: really, it felt really developed i could just follow it the whole way
0: okay good i'll, I'll keep working on it hopefully getting even better so yeah I appreciate yeah, no, that
1: it was I I really I really felt it was great and um uh I got it and as it happened I completely you know get it as well I mean I really well felt- and
0: you clearly do get it because everything you've said about you you've done your own work so I can tell that it just fit right in yeah. so anyways we've been talking for hours so I'll we um, have <laughs> I hope I hope I didn't uh I hope you didn't wear yourself out and I didn't wear well out. who the, I do I don't, I don't i don't care (laughs) i hope you feel i hope it's been worth it
1: if i'm worn out it's for a good reason Uh, it's been delightful i mean just wonderful really great
0: i love it and i i I got a lot out of it i'm going to be thinking about this for a long time so um do you have a preference as to whether or not this gets posted or anything like that not at all Um, I'll, i'll i'll send you a copy of the recording if you want to download it onto your hard drive and Anyways, I'm, I'm pretty slow on think, podcasting. If you think
1: is. it will be of value, we can start. I have
0: no it. idea. <laughs> I did it for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. But, you know, but generally, I have to say, you know, uh, most of what I stick out is really a conversation I'm having for me. I've kind of, I don't really do kind of conversations for the public, which is probably selfish, but it, it's just the way it is. So it, it is really, for me, always when I put something out, it's, do you want to eaves- eavesdrop on this? If you do, you're welcome right it's more like that
0: i, I think um, that's perfect well i'll send it to you and you do whatever you want with it and i'll probably throw it up on my youtube channel at some point
1: okay well if you do share me the link and i, I I'll, will i'll share that or I, I will either way uh you have a beautiful mind
0: and a beautiful you, you too Tim. It's, i love you too thanks so much for talking